The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. There's never a dull moment in Trump world, is there? It's just, it's something new and exciting and fun every day. So, um, Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, recorded some conversations. Uh, From what I understand, this is the only one he's, this is the only tape that actually has an interaction with Trump on it. Hmm. And I don't know, to me, it's not much of an interaction. It would have to be pretty amazingly bad for it to move the needle with Trump fans at all anyway, wouldn't it? it? I mean, it would almost have to be. Look, I'm, I've been a secret Russian spy working on behalf of first the Soviet Union and then the Russian Federation since 1987, hmm. okay? You may have seen the report on MSNBC last week. It was true. I am. It, it would almost have to be that, and I'm not even sure that would do it. I, I don't know. But what is there on that tape? Um, in fact, they could play. You tell me how incriminating this is. You need to open up a company for the transfer of all of that info. Okay, so this is Michael Cohen talking to the president, I assume, in the Oval Office. No, no. This is in 2016 no. during the campaign. Oh, this is during the campaign. Okay, mm-hmm. right. That's It's before the presidency. Uh, and they're talking about the payment. they, they got to start a company so that they can make a payment... To buy the rights of the story from the National Enquirer of Karen McDougal. Starting our friend David, you know, so that David I'm Becker from that National right Enquirer. I've actually come up and I've spoken to me, and I've spoken to Alan Weisselberg about how to set the whole thing up uh, with so what are we funding. That, uh, yes, um, and it's. All the yeah, stuff, all the stuff, because, you know, you never know where that company, no, you never know where he's going to be. Gets it, but Correct. So I'm, I'm all over that. And I spoke to Alan about it when it comes time for the financing, which will be... Listen, what financing? We'll have to... What financing? No, 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 no. I got... No, no, no. All right, so we're going to so work he, through it. So he says what financing, and then does he ask... It's kind of garbled because they're talking over each other. It sounds like he either asks, are you going to pay in cash or don't pay in cash? Something like that. So it's either uh, something that's kind of shady uh, or it's something that's not shady at all. <laughs> it's whatever side you're on. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. Right. And and like Glenn keeps saying, this is already baked into everybody's mind. Okay. The, the Trump haters are going to hate him even more. The Trump supporters are going to just continue to support him even more. Whereas me, I, you know, I knew about this stuff and I thought it was bad then. I think it's bad now. He shouldn't have, I mean, I wish he he didn't have these things going on in his past. Oh, we didn't elect a, a pastor in chief. What do you care about his private life? Yeah, nobody was saying that during the 90s with Clinton. No one. No one on the right. So we've definitely changed in that regard. Those of us on the right who are now excusing everything Trump does... Uh, certainly weren't doing that in the 90s. 
were we? I, I, I don't think so. Anyway, it's a strange situation. Um, and his supporters are so adamant and so vehement and so vitriolic in their support. I mean, they're almost as vitriolic as the left is in going after him uh, in their support. People like uh, Lou Dobbs. There was an article last night um, on a media site called Mediaite about Lou Dobbs. And it said, uh, in this environment, in order to raise serious red flags at Fox, you have to say some incredibly troubling stuff. Yet troubling would be a vast understatement in describing the sorts of crazy and dangerous coming from the lips of Fox businesses, Lou Dobbs. This from a guy who used to be semi-reasonable, but who has completely flown off the handle within the past year. So why isn't Fox stepping in and taking a hand? Here's how what Dobbs says differs from the partisan nonsense that often flies out of Sean Hannity's or Laura Ingram's mouth on a daily basis, according to the article. They're shills for President Donald Trump trying to spin stories any which way so they can make it look like the sun shines out of the commander-in-chief's orange butt. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely put. Sounds impartial. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's definitely, (laughs) this is definitely a partisan article. Sure, they'll use phrases like deep state or fake news, but the true insanity is usually kept to a minimum so as to appeal to an audience which consists not of just crazy people or idiots, but also of those simply blinded by a tribal desire to defend Trump at all costs. But you won't find many out there who aren't wearing a big fat tinfoil hat who truly believe the FBI should be dismantled, as Dobbs suggested Monday night. Corrupt government officials? That's common at Fox. Crumbling institutions par for the course. The FBI should be destroyed? That's veering into anarchic territory. Should a news outlet really be paying somebody to say stuff like that? And if that were the only wacko thing he said of late, that would be one thing. But it isn't. Not by a long shot. Just last month, Dobbs suggested that the White House ought to assign someone to slap the hell out of so-called journalists at press briefings. Um... That's to say nothing of Dobbs' suggestion in March that Attorney General Jeff Sessions must resign as he has fallen ill and is incapacitated. And again in June, accusing Sessions of showing his loyalty to the deep state over President Trump. Um, Dobbs has gone off the deep end, I think. I'll give you that. I will give you that Lou Dobbs has stepped over the edge ever since... Trump came into uh, candidacy and into the presidency. And obviously, there are others that are also a little over the edge for Donald Trump. But it's inexcusable for the media to ignore all of the delusional, crazy, psychotic insanity coming from the left. How can it be that no one in mainstream media has uttered a single word about Rachel Maddow's mental breakdown. Um, that just, you know, the, it makes the worst case scenario really palpable. The worst case scenario that the president mm-hmm. is a foreign agent uh, <laughs> suddenly feels very palpable. Okay. The worst case scenario that Donald Trump, American billionaire and U.S. president, is a Russian agent, a foreign agent. That hasn't caught anyone's attention or imagination at CNN or ABC or CBS? Really? 
Chris Hayes entertained the New York New Yorker magazine's uh, Jonathan Chait's bizarre theory, kind of along those same lines. That Donald Trump has been a Russian intelligence asset since 1987. New York magazine's Jonathan Chait joins me now. So, Jeez. Okay. Okay. It sounds insane. I just want to no. say it really does. Like, Come on. The idea that he went, he goes to Moscow in '87, is cultivated as a Russian intelligence asset, mm-hmm. asset, and is this sort mm-hmm. of like sleeper sell for decades sounds nuts it sounds like the stuff of conspiracy theories why are you not insane so that's a great question chris i get that all the time Uh, Uh so so first of all the piece acknowledges that that is probably not true but it might be okay so it's worth considering yeah it's probably not true but just think how big it would be if it were yeah but how dare anybody how dare you suggest that Barack Obama had Marxist tendencies. Even though, as we pointed out, every day for years, he had Marxist parents. He had a Marxist card-carrying member of the Communist Party USA for a mentor. He hung out with Marxists in college. I mean, he appointed several communists to key positions in his administration, including revolutionary communist Van Jones. He went to the church of a Marxist pastor for 20 years and was married to his wife by the guy. But all of that, if you brought it up, was lunacy. It was conspiracy. I mean, they're so unhinged. Nancy Pelosi just recently told the Rolling Stone that civilization, quote, civilization as we know it today is at risk in this election. We have to win. We have to win. So if Republicans win, what? Uh, I guess the Black Plague sweeps the nation. Rats infest our town squares and we'll be pooping in the streets. Wait. Maybe that last one's yeah. a bad example yeah. since, you know, it's already happening in uh-huh. San Francisco. Oh, and Wheeler. Nancy Pelosi's hometown. Oh. Uh, actually, so. Fair point. Yeah. We also added Portland to the list we might get to later. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> when Trump uh, nominated Brett Kavanaugh for um, Supreme Court, Hellboy actor, what a, what a classic movie that is, and and what a terrific actor Ron Perlman is. <laughs> Here's what he had to say. Okay, ladies and gentlemen who care for and respect ladies, it's official. The move back to medieval values, Sharia law even, where old bitter men get to tell women what is best for their bodies, lives, and well-being is as done a deal as this is Twitter, unless we say no. Ron, why don't you stick to really, really bad acting in really, really bad movies? (laughs) Um, Cory Booker, U.S. Senator Cory Booker, just said concerning the nomination of uh, Brett Kavanaugh. There's so much at stake here that has nothing to do with politics. This is to do with who we are as moral beings. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so I want to call on everybody. I'm not here to tell folk just what they should know. I'm here to call on folk to understand mm-hmm. that in the moral moment, moral there moment. is no, there is no neutral. In, in, in a moral moment, there is no bystanders. You are either complicit in the evil. You are either contributing to the wrong, mm-hmm. or you are fighting against it. There's a saying from the Abraham face in one of the Psalms that says, Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
We are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But that doesn't say, though I sit in the valley of the shadow of death. It doesn't say that I, 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 no, I, I'm watching on the sidelines of the valley of the shadow of death. It says I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death. It says wow. I am taking agency that I am going to make it through this crisis. And so I am calling on everyone right now who understands what's at stake, who understands who Kavanaugh is. My answer says if someone shows you who, who Kavanaugh are, is, believe them Evil. the first time. He has shown Unreal. us who he is. What is he? What a despicable, horrific hypocrite! A man who has supported the evil of killing babies his entire life, who supports the evil of big government confiscating so much of a person's hard-earned livelihood, a man who supports all manner of depravity and chaos, who works hard to drive a wedge between people of different colors, who supports pitting one class of Americans against another. You dare invoke the Bible (laughs) over this potential Supreme Court jurist? One who, by all accounts, from those who know him, I mean, all accounts, everybody who knows him says he's absolutely brilliant. He's anything but radical. He's immensely qualified for the job. He might be one of the most qualified ever nominated, and this is the person you evoke evil over? Former DNC head and former uh, governor of Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, did, uh, said the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades to come. I mean, could these people be any more unhinged? And no one holds their feet to the fire. They can be as ridiculous and irresponsible as a, a criminally insane mental patient on acid out for a Sunday drive. And again, I'm with you on Lou Dobbs. He's over the edge. I don't know what kind of thing he's got going with Trump. I don't know, but it's embarrassing. Same with Hannity. Same with Ingram and others. There are plenty of people who apologize for everything he does. But if you can't see the even more preposterous rantings and babblings of the anti-Trump hate mongers, you don't have an ounce of credibility. Because in comparison to what these idiots are saying right now, the Obama born in Kenya thing is a stone cold fact carved into granite. I mean, at least there was some weirdness involved there. You're just pulling stuff right out of your butt to be calling him a Soviet agent since 1987. It's despicable. I mean, it's probably not true, but it could be true. And what if it is? And what if it is? Yeah. I mean, it's the stuff of like a spy thriller from Brad Thor, <laughs> except Brad wouldn't write something that ridiculous <laughs> because his stuff is based in reality. Spymaster is his new spy thriller. Yeah. From number one New York Times bestselling author Brad Thor, there's a rumor, there's a remote cabin in Norway, and an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins, counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath's mission, one of the deadliest he's ever undertaken. Hopefully you're familiar with the series and you already know how gripping and riveting these stories are. But if you're not, this would be a great place to pick it up. The Real Book Spy says Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books and it's the most gripping novel of Brad Thor's iconic career. 
the Washington Post, who must have hated to write this, <laughs> wrote, Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War era evil empire hell-bent on reconquering its former territory. To write anything positive about Brad Thor? That had to cut them to the quick. <laughs> but they were forced into it because it's a great book. In Spymaster, Scott Harvath proves more cunning, more dangerous, and more lethal than ever before. Pick up the book today. It's available on sale right now wherever books are sold. Or just go download it yeah. and have it in about 10 seconds. Read Spymaster by Brad Thor. Again, available on sale wherever books are sold. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Uh, we were playing a Cory Booker thing about uh, Brett Kavanaugh and how evil he is. And he goes into uh, um, the 23rd Psalm. Did he say it was written by Abraham? I'm going to have to listen to that yeah, he again. Because I think he yeah. said... Let's do that. Written by... There's so much at stake here. It has nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. This is to do with who we are. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I want to call on everybody. I'm not here to tell folk just what they should know. I'm here to call on folk, folk. to understand folk. <laughs> that in the moral moment, there is no, there is no neutral. I love how all of a sudden they're all about morals and they're all about the Bible. This Isn't is not amazing. This is the exact same Jeez. thing that happened during the 2006 midterms. That's how they got control uh-huh. of Congress again. They uh-huh. went through the churches. That's what's happening again. Jeez. In, in a moral moment, right. there's no bystanders. Okay. You are either complicit in the evil, you are either contributing to the wrong, wow. or you are fighting against it. I, if this was a Republican saying this stuff, this is this is Bush's. You're either with us or against us speech. Yeah, and they all oh, they ripped him a new one for that. And and calling people evil because they support a nominee, right? The left would go absolutely. Bush was talking about terrorists. Ape crap over that. There's a saying from the Abraham face in one of the Psalms that says, "Yeah." There's a saying from uh, Abraham Abraham uh, faiths. So Abraham faiths. Yeah. So he's he's there. We go. That's what it is. He's making a plea to Christians, Jews, and Muslims. He's to not saying Abraham faith. You and I thought he was talking about. Okay. He was quoting Abraham, but no, he's no. pandering to everybody that goes to Abraham faith. So he's saying all descendants of, there you go. of Abraham. That's what it is. Jews, Muslims, Christians, everybody who's okay because he can't say the Bible because he. I, I yeah <laughs> right. And he has no idea that King David wrote this no. that particular psalm and, and most of the psalms, as a matter of fact. Uh, the hypocrisy is just, oh, it's agonizing. 888 uh, Joe in Georgia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, hey, Pat. I wanted to use the super megawatt microphone of the, of the Pat Gray radio roundup to okay. ask Mika and Joe and Rachel Maddow and Chris Hayes and everybody else from MSNBC and CNN. 
during, during the primaries, when they were pumping Donald Trump so hard, mm. Rachel Maddow would come on, sh- on TV every night and say, I can't wait for him to be the, the nominee of the Republicans. <laughs> I, and they're, they're hoping and praying, because they thought they were going to be able to, he would be the easiest to defeat. Mm-hmm. Why then, I ask, it, were they promoting an agent of Russia? <laughs> yes, that's a good question. <laughs> what, it really what, is. What was in their mind? Are they tied in with Russia? Do they have something <laughs> to gain from him becoming president? It's a good question. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. And if you remember right, Joe and Mika were all over Trump during the campaign. Mm-hmm. They were best buddies. Yeah. They were completely cozied up to him. They were asking him softball questions. Uh, during the break, yes. the mic stayed on that one time. And they're like, well, where do you want to go now? What should we ask you now? <laughs> Can we ask you about this? No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. What about this? Do you remember that? Yes. Unbelievable. You're, that was great. Nice point. And it's a Russian agent. <laughs> <sighs> Pretty amazing. And they're just, they're, they're somehow not held accountable for any of this stuff. 888 uh, also, Justin Trudeau has a new headache. A little bit unusual for a, a country that is surrounded on three sides by ocean and then the other side by us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're pretty protected as a rule. Is his eyebrows acting up again? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I think it's starting to get a little twitchy because uh, he's got a lot of asylum seekers heading his way now and they don't like it all of a sudden. It's really easy to cast aspersions at us and say, hey, oh, wow, you guys are haters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why don't you care about these people? And then when they're pouring across their border, whoop, oh, it's a different situation now. <laughs> so people who are afraid the U.S. will deport them or reject their bid for asylum are now going the extra 1,500 miles to Canada uh, crossing that 4,000-mile undefended border and just filing a claim there. So, But the influx, while it's nothing compared to what we have, um, it has strained their resources, and it's prompted calls for more funding, and it has taken the parliament by storm, and Justin Trudeau and the, uh, the parliamentary douchebags up there are starting <laughs> to think, whoa, how do we stop these asylum seekers? We can't have this. Huh. Why not? What kind of hateful nation do you have up there? Right. You would deny people the right to a better life? I mean, I thought they were a tolerant mm. people. That's what I, mean, I thought. That's what Trudeau told us. That's what I thought. They accepted others that weren't like them. Mm. I mean, mm. that's what mm. I heard. Mm. Maybe I misheard. Because there's a translation between Canadian speak now, the, the thing is, Canada and the U.S. have signed a safe third country agreement, which means they generally don't accept refugee claims already being made in another nation. But there's a hitch. If you enter Canada anywhere other than a regular border crossing, like an air, airport, <laughs> you can make a claim even if you're crossing illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So they got themselves a little situation now. A little situation. Uh, just a little situation. Uh Last August, more than uh, 5,700 people were arrested crossing illegally into Canada, nearly all in Quebec. But this year, uh, the average has been about 1,800 a month 
So it's on a much faster pace, and now it's starting to uh, hurt. And now we're going to see where they really stand on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to see. Okay, you still don't have anywhere near the numbers or the situation, the problem that we have. But good luck dealing with this. You're going to find out it's not as cut and dried. It's not as easy as you think it is. I'll just let him in and take care of him. Why would you separate families? How could you not allow them asylum? How could you turn them away? No, no, tell me that in about a year. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Returns. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Field of Greens for Brickhouse Nutrition. Ow! It's a brick house. I see what you did there. See? Uh, after uh, finally trying this, I guess it's been, what, six, eight months? A year almost? Six, eight months, yeah. Six, eight months. <laughs> That's the Glenn Beck time period. Uh-huh. What's it been? Six, eight months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roughly speaking. Yeah, it's been six, eight months. Never six or seven months. No. It's always six, eight. Anyway, it's been a, a while, and I, I, I love Field of Greens for Brickhouse Nutrition because this is the way I get vegetables in my diet. This is the way I get a healthier diet, and I don't have to taste kale and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and mm. green beans. Oh, just, just thinking of those things uh, makes me nauseous. Every scoop of Field of Greens gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are pre and probiotic and boost your immune system, antioxidant power. It's just really good stuff. And you, you'll, you're going to have more energy during the course of the day. You're going to feel healthier, be healthier, maybe go to the doctor less. Just put one scoop uh, uh, into eight ounces of water. It flavors it like <clears throat> a lot like Kool-Aid. Or you could put it into a smoothie. Sweetens the drink. It's just really easy. It tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You're going to love this. You get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. 888-933-93. And uh, then, of course, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. GD Chapel says, uh, Trump is a Soviet spy. That could be true, but probably isn't. An elevator can lift Jeffy. That could also be true, but probably isn't. Definitely isn't. <laughs> Even one of those freight ones that like are, you know, hidden from plain view. I can't defy the laws of physics, Captain. Gotta have more time, more power. I mean, please, you, uh, an elevator can only carry so much. I mean, seriously. You're, you're just asking too much of it. Uh, from uh, Burlesper, B.R. Lesper. Uh, Please, Senator Booker, tell us again how our faith, which you don't want us to use in justifying our positions on issues, should influence our positions on issues. That is, we got to find that. I had forgotten he said that. Can you find that quote? Yeah. That is so amazing. Again, these hypocrites. Yeah. Never called out. Uh, Mike Hermanet. Has anyone confirmed that Donald Trump's 
buttockle region is indeed orange? Or is that just more fake news being spread? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't confirmed it. No? No, that he has an orange butt. I have not confirmed that. Hmm. Nor do I want to. From Swankthink, the sun is going to go supernova tomorrow, eliminating all life on Earth. That's probably true. Probably not true. But what if it was? Exactly. These are things we have to consider because you just don't know. Uh, Speaking of orange butts, do we have that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have the guy from the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen bit? Oh, the guy who did Georgia Proud, yes. Georgia State. He is a Georgia State rep. Mm -hmm. And the stuff he did the other night on on the Sasha Baron Cohen show, Mm. I don't understand. (laughs) That's why would you do any of this stuff? It it, it It, defies any kind of logic. It does. Um, Weird. Weird. It's 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 pretty vulgar. Now we've we've censored what we could here, and have we blurred out the big fat butt that he exposes? Yeah, there's a lot more exposed <laughs> than a big fat butt. I'll tell you that. I mean, he pulls down his pants, and there's this gigantic butt right on camera. Takes up like I don't know three channels, and, <laughs> and then he starts backing up to him. Uh, and Cohen has him doing. The dumbest things. He's he's uh, he's acting as though he is an Israeli Mossad agent, but I think he actually tells him. I'm. I think he starts out by saying, "I'm an Israeli Mossad agent. I'm not an Israeli Mossad agent." So he covers himself there, <sighs> and the guy just keeps doing. His name is Jason Spencer. What an idiot! Um. Watch this. I, I I don't know why you would do this. My name, Captain Eran Morad. Today we learn defense from radical Islam terror. Picture the scene. You are chained to a radiator, naked with a bag over your head. All of a sudden, terrorists break in and kidnap you, completely ruining your birthday party. Yalla, what are we waiting for? Let's go. My name, Eran Morad. I was in the Mossad for, I mean, I was not in the Mossad for 13 years. <laughs> I'm here to teach See, Krav Maga. Who are you? My name is Jason Spencer. I'm a state representative uh, in the Georgia General Assembly. That's the House of Representatives. Jason Spencer, a Republican, threatened his former Democratic colleague after she criticized his support of Confederate monuments on Facebook. Representative Jason Spencer says his bill is definitely in response to mass terrorists. House Bill 3 would make it illegal for people to conceal their faces in public. I don't call it a burqa ban. I call it an anti-masking statute. Okay. okay because, Politically correct. Because in the well, to win in the legal system, you cannot you cannot be against the First Amendment. See, this is how the Muslims in the country are using our First Amendment against them. You have to fight fire with fire. Yes, sir. Do you know how to spot the difference between somebody who is a terrorist in a burqa? and the normal woman in a burqa? I cannot tell. We have developed mm. a technique. <laughs> do you want to know how to sure. do this? Absolutely. We take a selfie stick and we take a photo underneath. It is the same that you do with the car. Mm-hmm. These are photos that I took. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so look at this. This he was actually a man. shows. Yeah. Men. What is that? Junk. It's like yep. a Glock. Oh boy. Forty-five. Yeah. You recognize this guy? I recognize the gun. <laughs> I do not know whether this is a woman or a man with a explosive. We pretend to be a Chinese tourist. I mean, this is because the Chinese always taking. You would never buy selfies. this, right? <laughs> okay, convince him or her that you are Chinese. Go. What is it in here? Konnichiwa, Red Dragon, Beijing, Hong Kong. I think I'm into Hong Kong. Sushi. Good heavens. Oh, I see the I see the Red Dragon. Oh, do you speak a Chinese? Ho Chi Minh City? Oh, no, no. So none of that. Thank you. Thank you. Red Dragon Chopstick. Oh, no. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. We, we got it, man. Good. Okay. Let's look at the picture. Mm. He's not a terrorist. <laughs> because of who you are, you could be the victim of kidnapping by ISIS. You have two seconds to attract attention. Mm. How do you attract attention? Well, you start screaming, take your clothes off. In America, there is one forbidden word. It is the N-word. Now, I am going to be the terrorist. You have three seconds to attract attention. Go! Oh my gosh. Are you crazy? The N-word is he noony. Just keeps dropping the N-word. Not this word. Mm. This word is disgusting. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it's just, ISIS come on. are scared of being seen as homo. You know what it means, uh, homo? Yeah, yeah. If your buttock touch them, uh-huh. it means they have become a... Homosexual. Now I am going to teach you come how on. to use your buttock how stupid to intimidate do you have to be? ISIS. Huh. Hmm. Show me the buttock. No, trousers down. Okay. And he's actually taking down his pants Okay, now. go. America! <laughs> Good, one more time, but louder with America. Oh, America! Good. We say in the Mossad, I mean not in the Mossad, if you want to win, you show some skin. Okay. Okay, show it to me. And he does. Now, try to Completely touch Completely bears his butt. I'll touch you. I'll touch you with my buttocks. I'll touch you. You're going to drop the gun or I'll touch you. You are say. Okay, stop. You have to remind Come me. If I touch now. you, you will become a homosexual. Okay? Now, try to touch me. Go. Go, 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 go. Go. Go, go. You are say. mother. Okay, yes, sir. You show me your weapon. Go. I'll touch you. I'll make you a homosexual. You drop that gun right now. USA. USA. Okay. How? Why? If I didn't see it, I wouldn't believe. There's not enough alcohol in the world to make me do that. There's not enough stupid in the world. Oh, my goodness. To make somebody do that. Yes. It's none of those are actual believable scenarios. I know. It's not believable. None of it. And congrats to. uh, Southeast Georgia for electing this guy to the state house there. Yeah. So uh, he's he has by the way uh just resigned. Mm. I believe yesterday he resigned. Yeah, he apparently lost in the primary. Uh so he was on his way out anyway, but now he's just going to call it a day. <laughs> Sweet lord. Yeah, I don't know how this is even a real thing. Oh my gosh. 
I mean, I've never seen anybody as ridiculously stupid as that. I, I don't. Th- I think that's the epitome like, of dumb. Like I almost. Like, we're dumber for having I, seen that. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I almost inserted a Jeffy joke there, but no, even Jeffy's smarter than that guy. Yeah, I, Jeffy would not. Oh, my goodness. Pull down his pants and run backwards, <laughs> yelling, well, if I touch you with my buttocks, you're his, a homosexual. He'd pull his pants down, Pat, but he just wouldn't be able to run, necessarily, I think is where we're... Help me. I... <sighs> Why did that have to be a Georgian... Why did it have to be an American? Why did it have to be fill in the blank? Uh, that, you know, anybody who has any sense wouldn't fall for that. Now, this apparently this is going to happen every week on this Who is America show. Oh, good. With Cohen uh, embarrassing Republicans mostly and uh, finding somebody different to, to humiliate every week. He's apparently uh, victimized uh, Sarah Palin. Um, who else? He, he was tried it? going after a gun store, and they were wise to him. They they recognized him. I loved that. That was awesome. I loved that. Pat, you know how I normally I sit here and I think, how I've got to figure out a way. How do I get Pat to watch <clears throat> Idiocracy, the movie Idiocracy? How do I do? It? And then this <clears throat> is the first time we've played something that I thought, wait a minute. We've passed idiocracy. Yeah, that's... we're now we're now worse than idiocracy. I I, I seriously mm-hmm. do feel dumber for having watched that. My goodness, it hurts. Really hard to believe. <laughs> seriously, I, the guy was elected to a statewide office four times. Four times. I mean, oh my, four times. I hurt. <sighs> <laughs> And, you know, Sasha Cohen's not even good at that. He's not even, it's not even convincing. Right. He's got to be standing there thinking, how do I not burst out laughing at the footage we are getting right now? And this is what he's doing. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, to get away from the uh, stolen valor thing, he is saying that I was in the service. And then he says, I was in the the postal service. Oh, okay. So you were a mailman. You you were not in in the military. That's how he gets around the uh, Sarah Palin thing, apparently. Here, he pretends to be a Mossad agent for 13 years. No, I mean, I, I wasn't a Mossad agent for 13 years. Like we said in the Mossad, like I didn't say in the Mossad. So, and you don't pick up on any of that? Forget how? that. Just the stuff you just did. Well, of course. You have no shame. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you, uh, sir, well, that's the thing, right? Uh, we don't, there is no shame anymore. There's no. no shame. You're going to pull down your pants and run backwards at somebody like that, yelling bizarre things? And the N-word. Uh, okay. And just, oh. Uh, just, <laughs> really I'm, bad. I'm sad. Really bad. Uh, you know what else is really bad? Not being able to sell your home when you need to and losing a bunch of money on it. Um, I'm not sure I've ever had a home sale Uh-oh. that has gone well. No. Well, yeah. Okay. I think we about broke even when we left Houston. I was just about to say, yeah. you probably lost money whenever you've lived in the Northeast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think we did break even there. or maybe made just a little bit of money in Houston. Uh-huh. Um, so if you're trying to sell your house, obviously you want to sell it fast. If it sits on the market, the price just plummets. There's just there's almost no way around that. And then, you know, you've got a realtor saying, oh, we're going to have to lower the price. 
If you don't want to go through that, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. We've got a network of over 1,200 of these agents across the country, and they're rigorously, rigorously qualified by Glenn's team based on what kind of people they are and their marketing plan and what kind of results have they gotten in the past. Plus, they're all fans of the show. That's one of the criteria they must meet so that they share that in common with you and you at least know that, generally speaking, they have the same principles and values you do, and you've got that in common. So if you want to sell your house fast and you want to get the most money out of it, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, the left is going nuts over President Trump's plan to open up Anwar. I do, do you know how that messes up the mating habits of the caribou? Hmm. Um, no, but yeah, you're kind of a freak for knowing what the mating yeah, habits of the caribou I don't are. Don't really care all oh, that yeah. much. Yeah. Maybe I'm a terrible person. I mean, to each his own, but that's kind of weird. Hey, we used to put some speakers out there and pipe in some Michael Bublé. Oh, Barry White. Uh, you know, just to put him back in the mood. I, <laughs> I don't know. Huh. But let's extract the oil from there. Could yeah. we? How about that? Uh-huh. How about doing that? Um, also, Trump's uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was just destroyed again with a pickaxe. Uh, it was smashed uh, into a million pieces overnight. Uh, there's a video from the scene showing the completely broken up slab where uh, Trump's work was celebrated on The Apprentice. A uh, picture was tweeted out showing the broken uh, star with a dropped pickaxe next to it. And another was sent by uh, another journalist showing the star fully obliterated. Multiple people, including police, say a man walked up with a guitar case, pulled out the pickaxe. Then he called police himself to report it, but left the scene before they got there. Now he's nowhere to be found, of course. Uh, Trump's star was previously vandalized October 2016, but the damage from the new attack is uh, much more extensive. So I'm sure they'll they'll fix it. You've just cost your city more money. Uh, but it's California. They've got money to burn there, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, so that's the good part. <laughs> you know, you picked on a city with uh, plenty of money to spare. Mm-hmm. Man, they just... Uh, there's nothing they can't do in, in Hollywood and Los Angeles with the taxpayer dollars. Also, at... 85 years old, Yoko Ono is about to do another album for peace. (laughs) She said uh, that her lifelong message of peace was sorely needed in the year 2018. Actually, that sounded like one of her songs right there. Oh, yeah. No, Mm -hmm. every one of her songs, Mm -hmm. matter of fact. Uh, Warzone comes out October 19th. 
and she will revisit songs penned by uh, by her mm-hmm. since 1970, concluding with Imagine, her uh, seminal pacifist anthem with her late husband, John Lennon. And, of course, essentially the Communist Manifesto put to music. <laughs> she said, the world is so messed up. Things are very difficult for everybody. A statement from her representative added, it's not too late to change the world. We need Yoko now more than ever. Okay. Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, she made clear that Warzone was not her last project. Oh, hell. Saying she's working on another album after that. There are all kinds of treats coming our way. Mm. The album's 13 tracks, produced by her son, Sean Lennon, uh-huh. are rearranged to strip back the music. Bringing to the forefront... No, no, don't say it, Pat! Ono's voice. Yeah! In the vein of spoken word. Ah! Wow, this is going to be good stuff. You know this is going to be great. With the album announcement, uh, she released a new take on the title track which appeared in the 1994 musical New York Rock about her life with Lennon. In the 2018 version, an elephant roars and percussion kicks in like a gun as Ono describes the scene of violence over echoing reverb. (laughs) She's just such a tremendous artist. So avant-garde. So creative. If you hear me, please help us. She yells. Wait, that means she's in distress? Mm-hmm. So that's been the problem all these years, mm-hmm. is when you hear her, mm-hmm. she needs help. So she's not been singing this whole time. She's been asking for help. <laughs> now that now it's all clear. Oh, man. I've missed her, though. I mean, I think we all have. I think we've all missed Yoko Ono's music, because it's, you know, terrific. Nope. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> I don't... Whoever told her that, you know what, you've got such a beautiful voice, you should really share that with the world. I think she was on uh, the pilot of American Idol. I think that's where she got her start. Uh, you know, and no, mm-hmm. no one ever told her, no, your voice is terrible. Uh, Yoko, you really can't sing. You're really quite terrible. Quite terrible. Uh, and she had one of the, you know, one of the greatest musicians of all time uh-huh. as a husband, yeah. and he never told her. <laughs> Somebody's got to break into this woman. <laughs> She's 85. At some point, someone's got to tell the woman, you don't have any talent. <laughs> Zero it's, musical talent. It's now, so... I'm sure you can do other things really well. Oh, boy. I, I don't know what they are, but I'm sure you can. Just, so go do those. It's ironic you have this story because over the weekend I tweeted out a video of um, John Lennon and Chuck Berry and they're playing and they got a band up there and then they're playing Johnny B. Good and Yoko is a part of the band and she's just banging on bongos like a like a four-year-old. And then she realizes that uh, she's not the center of attention and so she walks up to the microphone and proceeds to... To sing? To sing. Yeah. And then the second time oh, she comes with the gosh. microphone... The sound engineer wisely goes, oh, hell, she's coming back, and then kills the mic. And so it's just like, and thank you for that, Mr. Sound Engineer, wow. for sparing us from the second go-around of Yoko Ono screaming mercilessly into a microphone. And I'll never forget, Paul McCartney did a concert once where they uh, isolated Linda's voice. 
and she was completely off tune the entire song. <laughs> and uh, but she didn't sound like a dying animal. But no, she okay. didn't. But she was terrible as well. <laughs> and so both these guys, McCartney and Lennon. Uh, fell victim to their non-talented wives <laughs> and tried to prop them up as artists, and it just didn't really didn't work. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. 888-900-3393. We have some more Alex Jones fun today. Nice. He's apparently gone off on uh, on Robert Mueller and uh, Florida Representative Matt Gates. So here's what he was saying about uh, Mueller. I mean, that's the thing is like once it's Mueller, everyone's so scared of Mueller. They'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. I mean, Mueller covered up for a- Wait, what? <laughs> Let's not gloss over that. Hold it. Wait. Which he did. Okay. Uh, let's listen to that again very carefully. I mean, that's the thing is like once it's Mueller, everyone's so scared of Mueller. Mm-hmm. They'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. Okay. So okay. they'd, I, I don't know who they are, Mm-mm. but they're pretty bad because they'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. I'm trying to Google uh, carefully. He, he just accused Robert Mueller of raping kids and in front of people? What? Okay. Okay, I, I don't want to hear from people anymore. <laughs> Why do you make fun of Alex Shaw? The guy is a dangerous lunatic. That's why. He says dangerous things. And he's not a conservative He's not a conservative. This is the guy who blamed George Bush for 9-11. Listen to this again. Make sure we're hearing that correctly. I mean, that's the thing is like once it's Mueller, everyone's so scared of Mueller. They'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. I mean, there's no mistaking that, is there? They'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. And so I think he's saying he's lit... People rape kids or something. I, I don't know because I'm reading this other quote. I, I don't know. You know what? Stop. No, he, he said <laughs> they would let him rape kids in front of people, yeah. which he did. I, I don't know how you get around that. I mean, Mueller covered up for a decade for Epstein kidnapping kids, yeah. flying them on sex planes. Yeah. Okay, so then he covered up mm-hmm. for Epstein. Uh, like uh, they're running the sex slaves. Uh, that this is that island of oh yeah sex with Epstein so and this isn't the, Clinton. These and, aren't the trips to Mars. No, these, these are, are not the trips to, the trips to Mars. Right, okay. right. 
some kids as young as seven years old, reportedly, with big perverts raping them to frame people. I mean, Mueller is a monster, mm. man. God, imagine. Mm. He's even above the pedophiles, though. The word is he doesn't have sex with the kids. He just controls it all. Can you imagine being a monster like that? Okay, he doesn't have sex with the kids. He just controls it all. So right. he's kind of taken, he's walked back there his statement go. a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. That he didn't rape them, but he controls the raping going on. I mean, somebody's uh, okay. doing the raping. Okay. God. God. All people say, well, God, aren't you scared of him? <laughs> I'm scared of not manning up. Hmm. I'm constantly in fear <clears throat> that I'm not being a real man and I'm not doing what it takes and I'm not telling the truth. And so oh, call it whatever not you want. The truth. <laughs> I look at that guy and he's a sack of crap. That's a demon I will take down or I'll die trying. So that's it. It's going to happen. Okay. We're going to walk out the square mm-hmm. politically. High noon, and he's going to find out when he makes a move, man. Politically. Make the move first, and then, and then it's going to happen. Okay. It's, not a, it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's the real world. Yeah. Mm, politically. You're going to get it. He's making- or I'm going to die trying, bitch. Get ready. We're going to bang heads. We're going to bang heads. Politically. Uh, but all the while... He's making these little uh, gun movements with his hand. He's using a level two lookalike firearm. You can't be doing that. In the studio. It's not a game. This is real. This is not a game. This is real. And and you can't use a level two lookalike firearm like that. You can't. You can't be brandishing one. But he did. So then he he, uh, also went off on Matt Gates, who is a representative uh, in Florida. And apparently he... He doesn't have any love lost for uh, Matt. Licking globalist booty. What? Oh, wait. He's licking globalist booty. Can't be doing that. He's Matt been Gates. shadow banned on Twitter. They went, oh, this is a weak, this is a weak son of a bitch right here. Little candy ass is rich daddy <laughs> involved in sugar and industrial stuff. Okay. What? You know, oh, little candy ass is scared of us. He threw Alex under the bus and went along with the lie that Alex Jones says nobody died at Parkland, total horsemaner. No, people died on Valentine's Day, that massacre. Mm. I never said they didn't. Okay. He never said they didn't. Is that true? He he makes that claim all the time. Hold on. Makes that claim about Sandy Hook. We've disproven that. He makes that claim about Parkland. Uh-huh. Uh, you tell me what he is saying right here. I can now officially say that it's about a 90% chance that the Florida event at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School that's killed 17 people and injured over 20 mm-hmm. is a deep state false flag operation. Deep state? Okay. Deep state false flag well, operation. He didn't say that. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means it's not real, right? It's a false flag. It didn't happen. That's what it means. But he explains it. We have multiple news reports of credible witnesses saying they saw the supposed shooter unarmed walking down the hall while shooting was going on down the building Mm -hmm. and that people were pinned on both exits being driven up into the third floor being shot who witnessed teachers being killed we have video of the news stations doing the interviews people shot cell phone footage but that didn't air from kprc and others Mm -hmm. khou that was there covering baseball they interviewed people but it didn't air on the news the reporter put it out on his twitter what did I say a month ago? What did I say last week? What did I say when Matt Bracken, counterterrorism expert, was on? Just what was it, Friday? I said, you watch. 
The only card the globalists have to derail our nationalism is what's in the WikiLeaks race war. Mm. And just like there was clear, credible evidence that they knew about what happened uh, with the fella a few years ago, the idiot scumbag that went in and shot the nine people at the black church, Dylan Roof, that an event like that is exactly what the globalists would do imminently to try to create racial division in this country and derail the nation and the fact that black unemployment's at record low levels and the rest of it. And now you've got all these witnesses we just had on, mm -hmm. high school seniors like Jalen Martin and others that say nobody's buying the official story. They had weird SWAT team drills there in the weeks before. Okay. 90% chance it's a false flag deep state operation. He, he, you can't you can't have it both ways. I don't know why he does this all the time, uh, you know, to appease his audience, and then he's got to appease people who are listening to him who uh, will hold his feet to the fire and, and hold him accountable for the things he says. Because he didn't used to have to worry about that. Before Trump, he didn't have to worry about being held to the fire because nobody paid attention to him. <laughs> he's just so crazy that uh, nobody worried about what he said. Well, then, I mean, he started to be... Uh, somewhat nefarious because Trump kind of likes him, it seems. <laughs> and he likes Trump. He loves Trump for some reason. Very strange. Very strange. I mean, here's a guy with business interests all over the world. And, you know, he's been a Russian agent since, what, 1987? 87. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, this has been this is this has single handedly been the craziest day for audio video. Uh, on it's Pat Gray nuts. On we, I mean, we've got new Alex Jones stuff. We've got that yeah. MSNBC craziness about uh, Trump. This, but maybe not. We got the uh, state rep from Georgia pulling his mm -hmm. pants down. Oh my gosh! I, and we're not even halfway through this program, and Jeffy's not even in here yet. I mean, the trajectory <laughs> by three o'clock Eastern. I mean, we may spontaneously combust uh, on the air. Don't turn away from your TV. Oh, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Oh, Yoko Today Ono? Could be the day. It was a Yoko Ono. Oh, Yoko ono. ono. Oh! Holy cow. I mean, this is... This is almost more crazy than you can stomach on one show. Uncharted territory. This is dangerous. <laughs> Pat. Incredible. So, last week, Gates said he regretted speaking to Jones uh, Conspiracy Theory Factory. And acknowledged the damage caused by the latter's raving lunacy. So that obviously pissed off Jones. <laughs> uh, he didn't take to that very well. No. And so that's why he's attacking Matt Gates uh, and kissing globalist booty. And you can't lick it. <laughs> so he's a little pissed off at uh, at Matt Gates, representative from Florida. And uh, it's like, man, are all <laughs> you guys followers? Because you're supposed to be a maverick, Trump. Wait, wait, and wait, wait. I sit there and I look at this candy ass Matt Gates, mm -hmm. and then I look mm -hmm. at your base and your amplification, the people that take your speeches and put them out and counter stuff in real time. Stuff. And I see a ninety percent cutoff in that. <laughs> when I know you're into the Fox News with its four million viewers top show, great, great for Hannity, and you're into CNN with a million viewers and all this stuff. It's a joke, man. You're like some old person that loves the horse and buggy carts in 1915 when the Model T comes out. And I'm like telling you, hey, Mr. President, the automobile's already here. And you're just like, shut up, Sonny, I like my horsies. <laughs> and these people are running rings around you, effing you 
and this whole country mm. over mm -hmm. thinking we're stupid with shadow bans and all the rest mm -hmm. of the incredible criminal crap they're pulling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about the frogs? Right. Turn of the freaking frogs, Kay. What about that? He didn't even dress that part. He didn't even get to the worst of it. What about what about the shrimp who swim up to seagulls and commit suicide? Just swim right up to them and let the seagulls eat them. I mean, that's ridiculous, though. I'm glad someone's talking about that, Pat. Well, it has to be addressed. Has to be. When are we going to stop the shrimp slaughter in this in this country? No, we're not. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They're swimming right up. What about the freaking frogs being turned gay right? by the water? Mm -hmm. uh, and what about the fluoride that for the pedophile government at the airport? What about what? And kidnapping kids? And what Robert, about that? Robert Mueller and those planes. You know. What about yeah? Okay. Thank you. I mean, the man says. Strange. Are you guys stuff, followers? Man. Uh, you believe everything, <laughs> sir. <laughs> he Who does. the hell's the follower? Wow, no kidding. Ugh. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just bizarre stuff. Um, <laughs> losing weight, keeping it off can be tough, and once you hit a certain age, it can almost be impossible. You need help, and that's where Riduzone comes in. Riduzone is great because it's safe, it's natural, and it's FDA acknowledged. They've taken the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product with the OEA. The OEA is the stuff in olive oil that boosts your metabolism and it reduces appetite. So you're not thinking about food all day long. I know that when I've done really well during the course of the day and I've uh, kept to my eating habit, that I the, the good eating habits, at night all I can think of is, man, tomorrow I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to then you take Riduzone, uh -huh. and it cuts that back. It curbs that sensation, so and speeds up your metabolism. So you you burn more fat. It's 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 a great system. Order it today at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code Pat. You'll get thirty percent off a three month supply. Riduzone.com. R i d u z o n e dot com. Promo code Pat for thirty percent off a three month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Gordon Michael Porter writes, Robert Mueller raped kids in front of people? That may or may not be true, but think of the impact. <laughs> High impact. True. Uh, from Muffer Squish. This whole time we've been, we, we've, been saying it, we've been saying it wrong. It should be last name first. Oh, no. Yoko. There you go. Get it? See? That's, I see what you did. See? Uh, evil Bubba Jojo. I can't believe we surpassed idiocracy so quickly. Something so dumb that Keith even said that Jeffy isn't that dumb? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hard to believe. I stand by that. There's something more stupid. Yes. Someone on this planet. Someone. Dumber than Jeffy? Jason Spencer. Is that his name? Jason Spencer? Jason. It's, uh, yeah, was it Spencer? I don't know. Don't make I don't know. Hold on. He resigned, though, today so, yeah. or yesterday. So, uh, 
whatever his name was, uh, he is dumber than Jeffy. He has left us. <clears throat> also, more problems in San Francisco, apparently. No. Yeah. Uh, there's been three homicides on BART in less than a week. The Bay Area Rapid Transit. Um, see, we have DART here, Dallas Area Rapid Transit. Mm-hmm. But nobody can be killed on it because nobody ever rides it. And there you go. Problem There's solved. There's no one on it. It solved itself before it even began. Right. <laughs> but I guess that's not the case in San Francisco. Uh, maybe I should start driving to school because I don't think I feel safe as a BART commuter anymore. But then again, I'm a woman of color. Am I safe anywhere? My car, on campus, at an event, walking my dogs. Um, so they have this and they have not they have not solved who's doing this, or if it's just one person. They've got the garbage situation, the poop situation. San Francisco's in great shape. Uh, to the point where Al Gore actually uh, wrote a song about it. He's, uh, he's, he's upset about global warming, which is contributing to, to the pooping situation is in really? San Francisco. Yeah. So Al wanted to speak out <clears throat> in song. About San Francisco and the tragedy that's occurring there. Calling out a fan friend, Sisko. The homeless have a new way to greet. Some earth here, and when they have to go, they'll be pooping in the street. They're pooping at the wharf now. Poop at the Golden Gate. (laughs) Pooping all over the city. All we need is a sidewalk, some concrete, and there'll be feces everywhere. They'll be squatting and dropping, and it's smelling rotten when we're pooping in the street. It doesn't matter what you wear as long as you go right there. So come on, everyone, leave a turd. Everyone, spread the word. They'll be pooping in the street. They'll be pooping in the street. That's right, they're pooping in the street now. All over San Fran. Pooping in the street. All right. Hey, Al. Mm. Can you... uh... (laughs) I want to hear you say the, say the mm-hmm. word feces one more time, please, Al. Feces. Feces. Thank you. <clears throat> Apparently, Portland has a similar situation, too. Portland Police Association <laughs> president says our city is becoming a cesspool. He wrote uh, exactly those words, and then he said, his name is Daryl Turner, and he said, livability that once made Portland a unique and vibrant city is now replaced... I mean, same thing is now replaced with human feces in business door businesses doorways, in our parks and on our streets. What in the what, what is going on? Okay, you know what? What are these What are these cities have in common? Oh boy! Oh, that's right. Democratic hellholes. That's what they are, and have been for a long time. San Francisco has been since 1964 since they've had a Republican mayor. I don't know how long it's been in Portland, but uh, you know it's been a long, long time. 
uh, he, he further writes, aggressive panhandlers block the sidewalks, storefronts, and landmarks like Pioneer Square, discouraging people from enjoying our city. Garbage-filled RVs and vehicles are strewn throughout our neighborhoods. Used needles, drug paraphernalia, and trash are common sights lining the cities and sidewalks of the downtown core area, under our bridges and freeway overpasses. That's not what our families, business owners, and tourists deserve. Again, this is the president of the Police Association. Mayor Wheeler's public policies have failed. Record tax revenues are being brought into the city, yet what do we have to show for it? I am incensed that once again the mayor has thrown Portland police officers under the bus instead of saying what we all know to be true, that his proposed solutions to our homelessness crisis have failed. What we need for our city and our county leaders to take responsibility for this crisis getting out of hand, they need to put forth actual solutions with actual results and stop throwing hard-earned taxpayer dollars down a black hole. Wow. Pretty strong. Uh, yeah, Portland's uh, last elected Republican mayor? Guess. Guess, 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 guess. Uh, 1970. 1952. Pat? 50, that's worse than, than San Francisco. Man. Wow. 52. They had a Republican mayor. Wow. Uh, from September of 79 to November of 80. But she was only mayor because uh, someone left to go serve on, I think, Carter's cabinet. So last mm. elected, so she was for a year, 1979, 1980. But, um, Barely, that doesn't count. Yeah, 1952 was the last time they elected a Republican mayor for Portland, Oregon. And they've got all the same issues. Needles all over the place, drug paraphernalia everywhere, trash in the city, and human feces... In businesses' doorways, uh, and on the sidewalks, and in the parks, and on the streets. I mean, what do you have to do to turn to somebody else to see if they can fix the situation? Since 1952, you haven't thought to yourself in Portland, wow, maybe it's time for new leadership. Maybe somebody else can fix this. The Democrats haven't done squat. And in the meantime, there's some good sponsorship opportunities for these cities, maybe through Charmin or someone like that <laughs> could help out, kind of alleviate the issues happening there right? on the streets. Right? I you mean, know this... they're going to start uh, having these little pop-up toilet paper uh, uh-huh. venues all over the city. I mean, our nation is going down the crapper one city at a time. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Jeez. So you got Portland, you got San Francisco, you've got Seattle going to hell. Um, I What's happening on the West Coast? Well, Democrat policies are happening on the West Coast. It's, it's sad and pathetic, but yeah. eventually the people have to do something about it, right? Don't they eventually have to say, okay, enough. Democrat control. You guys had your chance. We're done. Bye-bye. But they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. 888 <sighs> It's been a high-stress show. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, and there's more to come because we got Jeffy uh, just a few minutes oh, from now. Not you know, you're going to be chewing the fat uh, with Jeffy. It's a crazy world, buddy. Um, Keith wants us to uh, relieve some of the insanity with these dumb dog videos. He keeps trying dumb to push d- oh, my gosh. If there's dumb ever a day we videos. need little sweet animal videos, it's it today. All right. Well, 
We'll see about that. Okay. Um, in the meantime, though, like so many Americans, you probably have a gun for personal protection. When was the last time you practiced at home with it? Maybe never, right? Unless you have iTarget Pro at home, which has revolutionized home firearm training. It's also revolutionized the cost involved because you don't have to buy a bunch of ammo and then go practice with it at the range and pay the range fees and then you know pay for the gas to and from the range. You got all that hassle. Instead, you can go to iTarget Pro, the letter I, then targetpro.com, and uh, get the app and their system, which uses a laser in place of the bullet so that uh, when you use your smartphone... And this laser, it detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target that you're firing at. Um, It's a fantastic system. It's a lot of fun to use. And you become proficient with your firearm in your home where it matters most, where you you may have to defend yourself and your family sometime. Heaven forbid, but if you ever have to, well, you've tested out different angles. You can maximize your tactical advantage. And you've done it all using your own firearm. So right now, save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Again, the letter I, then targetpro.com. Offer code PAT, itargetpro.com. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Just when you thought that the news of the day couldn't get any crazier, comes Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Well, first I want to say, mm-hmm. uh, a couple, wrap up a couple things that you talked about earlier in the show. Um, one, uh, your Al Gore song. <laughs> I want to say, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Sure oh, was. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Were you happy to hear it in my voice? Oh, my gosh. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for asking me. It was was tremendous. Uh, Second, uh, Yoko Ono. Mm -hmm. Uh, 85-year-old Yoko Ono. 85. 85. Now, you realize, you asked the question, hasn't anyone ever told her? Mm -hmm. Well, A, John was in love with her, so John was not going to tell her. Okay. And Mm -hmm. now she's 85, and uh, she's got Sean... Producing the album, mm-hmm. you know Sean probably in the comfort of their New York bungalow. Uh-huh. Mom, maybe you ought to just take a break. <laughs> All right, you got your you're doing your paintings. Yeah, you're 85. You're doing your paintings. You're out walking. Maybe you got you plenty of money. Just relax. Oh, you know, maybe you don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. And you know what's he going to say, Mom? You suck. No. <laughs> Please don't put it. It's just not going to happen. Don't put humanity through you're, that. Again. He's not, not going to tell his mom that. He's just not. And that's a shame. So, that is a well, shame. you know, that aside, he's just not going to tell your mom that. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to not one but two more Yoko Ono albums. I mean, right. 
Oof. Right. There's at least two in the works right if, now. If one isn't good enough, yeah. two is. How many of her you know, previous works mm-hmm. do you have? Mm. Like all of them, right? You've got well, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I had them, uh, and then I lost them during the move. Oh, you did. Oh, and no. I've been trying to download oh, no. them as I can find them. And uh-huh. I, uh, you know, it's good that you reminded me though, because now I can yeah, search some can, more. Sure. Did you pre-order this one already? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, but that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You need to get on. Um, I was a part of her little art show at one time when she was touring around with the Yoko Art. Yeah. Uh, boy, that's mm-hmm. some good stuff too. No, oh, yeah, she's. Tr- I mean, I realize super that talented. art is all in the eye of the beholder, but I was not a strong beholder of her art. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I get it. I, I know. I, I get it. It's I weird. get some of it, and I appreciate the, her hard work and diligence to the to the canvas. But uh, yeah. oof, oof, oof. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, was Hollywood star at uh, the Walk of Fame, completely destroyed again this morning. Uh, very sad news. Uh, two years, uh, two years after vandalism and another destruction attempt, uh, they tear it up again. Uh, the guy apparently had a a, a pick. Uh, and a, a guitar case that he was carrying his pick around and uh, just destroyed it. Yeah, thanks for listening to the show. We we did this story. But my point is... What is your point? Okay. I'm sorry, what's your point? Yeah. My point is... That you weren't listening to the show? I didn't hear you say that. Oh, no, I didn't okay. hear you mention sure. this story. Oh, so that is your point. He's got okay. a lot going on with that. You know? However, I know. I know. however let me here. say this to you. And I, right, maybe Mom. perhaps you didn't cover say this it. part of the story. <clears throat> okay. Since I didn't hear you mention it, okay? Maybe you didn't mention this. This is exactly why he became president of the United States. So keep doing it. They're going to get him elected again, <laughs> doing crap like this. Yeah. I mean, this is what, mm, yeah. keep pushing it. This is what made people vote for him. Mm-hmm. You guys destroy, destroying a, a star from The Apprentice days. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Why do you even have a star for being on a TV show like that? Come on. That, that, that's what that, the, they're throwing those the, things out like candy. That's what the stars it's, are. Yeah, do the, you have nothing? one? Yeah, that's what the stars no. do. What's in the seedy okay. part of town? I don't really want to discuss it. I don't <laughs> draw attention the, I mean, to it. It's a little embarrassing. This, it's in front of a for. porno shop, and I just really stars. don't want people looking for it. And they pay for them. They do so, pay for them. Really? Yeah, they're, they're worth about forty grand, I think, something like that. Maybe more. Who now. pays for them? The actors? Yeah, yeah. or or the or the manager or the TV company or the production company or but they mm-hmm. do pay. Somebody for them. does. Yeah. yeah, someone dishes yeah. out cash. Oh for them. well, that's why everybody's got a star. Well, everyone doesn't have one. You we should just, have one for being on the radio. We just determined you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one that doesn't. Where's yours? No, I don't have one. You should have one. No, I should. I, I mean, agree. Your situation with the bathroom was much more entertaining than that'd any be, episodes of be The fantastic. Apprentice. And I, tell me, Donald Trump could pull off the fattest man in the world? No. Hmm. You know what? I'd like to. I'm going to start lobbying the mean streets of Helena hmm. to put up huh. on those dangerous streets that uh-huh. I survived. They should. Wow. Pat Gray on a, uh, I don't know, downtown, a new walk of fame. I'm all for that. Because, mm-hmm. hey. you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to break this to you, but there mm-hmm. are other people of some uh, renown fame from Helena that have come from the main Absolutely streets. Absolutely there so are. So why not have some sort of honoring to them? Louisville coach. Uh, don't say Bobby Petrino's word. Bobby Petrino. Oh, my gosh. Bobby sir. Petrino. Blasphemy. Uh, CNN oh. Oh. vice president. Jack Wilmack? Now see, now there. Okay. Uh, there was a, there was quite a few on that list, actually. Charlie Pride. Yes, Charlie Pride. Charlie nice. Pride. Kiss an angel, good morning. Does Helena have those um, bear-proof garbage cans that you see around Yellowstone? Do they have them in Helena? <laughs> we don't have bears in Helena. <laughs> I don't know. 
It's it, is a, it is a thriving <laughs> metropolis. They don't, don't have know. bears in Helena. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was just thinking maybe we could carve your name on the side of those. But if you're a bear, me. if you're a bear... You're being and, shot by the... You know yeah, and you, you know hear gunshots going off on the main streets. You're right. not going there. Right. You know what? I'm looking up a bear map USA. Okay, let's bears. see if Helena is covered. Bears in <laughs> Helena? There might be bears in Montana, but not... Uh, I of mean, course there's bears in Montana. Uh, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, no, Helena. city limits. Time to turn around and go home, boys. Got it. Well, yep. it's the mean streets, of course. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right. Hold on a second. They sense when it's too dangerous. Yep. Yeah. I yep. mean, look, we mm-hmm. could make the argument. That we tear down. Our bears the, in Helena, Montana. We tear down the Civil War monument. Black and grizzly. Uh-huh. In today's climate. Yeah. And make a walk of fame. Thank you. I like that. I like that. There was a thing. I don't know how that came out, right? But I there think was it's a, still there. Wasn't I don't think there a they, monument yeah. in Helena? I, I don't think they ever took it down. It was they're like in their center town park Why or whatever. Why would you have a Confederate? Monument. I forget what the in Helena, I, Montana. I forget what the I story forget is the too. story too. But it was there. It was in one of their downtown parks. You know, That's look, nobody goes there because they get shot. What What is that supposed to mean? It's a He's black bear map and a grizzly bear map That's, right around Helena. No, there's no around. bears in Helena. Oh, around. my gosh. Yes, not in. Not in Helena. <laughs> around Helena. All right, go ahead. I hate both of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to. It's not like Oregon where the woman was shocked earlier this month since she came home to find the. A panther, a, a lap mountain lion napping in her living room. Where was it? Was it Helena? <laughs> Where'd it happen? <laughs> well, I find yeah, tell me. She, t- she takes a picture mm-hmm. of it, right? And it's on Facebook, and she's got, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of likes now mm-hmm. and views. And, and if you come home, let's <laughs> say you walk in the house and you go, hey, is that a mountain lion laying on my sofa? <laughs> Do you let it lay there for six hours? No. What? You let it lay there for six hours. It was uh, taking a nap in the living room. Uh, well, are you going to move it? Her roommate comes home, screams, it. Mm-hmm. it wakes up, jumps behind the sofa, eh, goes back to sleep for a few hours. What <laughs> in the world? Weird. Uh, really weird. And then it wakes up and says, I you know, appreciate it. Talk to you later. Out, and it left. Out it goes. Hmm. Um, maybe you close your doors. Yeah. Maybe a closure door. And where was that? This is in Oregon, Ashland, Oregon. Huh? Really? I mean, I, I. It's a dangerous situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very. And to you know, I may, maybe in today's climate, you do snap a picture. You, I mean, you have to snap a picture to document in today's world. Yep. But uh, you don't just hang out. No, I'm calling somebody. I think. Hey, there's hello. a mountain lion in my. <laughs> Living room? Uh, maybe you come and get it for me, please? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's sleeping, right? so why not come now? Mm-hmm. Please? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go down to the coffee shop. <laughs> Just go on in. <laughs> really weird. Uh, Santa Barbara, California. I know you were talking about uh, the great uh, you know, Portland and San Francisco and those great uh, sanctuary cities yeah. uh, in, in America. And Santa Barbara is right up there with them. Uh, Santa Barbara has... Just this week, and they, I'm glad that they're on this, uh, have authorized jail time if you hand out straws in restaurants. <laughs> Thank you. Good Finally. News. Good news. Um, Finally. Restaurant employees are to be punished with up to six months in jail or a $1,000 fine for giving plastic straws to their customers. Can you imagine? I cannot take this. I, uh, did they really pass that, or this is a proposal? The bill was passed unanimously <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, my 
God. This covers bars, restaurants, and other food service businesses. Good now, establishments God. will be allowed to hand out plastic stirs upon request. <laughs> now, because you have the Seattle ban mandating wow. the $250 fine. I mean, this was the biggest one so far. Yeah, and um, the Seattle ban, by the way, you know what they replaced the straw with was the lid that had more yeah. plastic in it yeah. than they were worried yeah. about in the first place. <laughs> Idiocy. So it's just so stupid. And I believe, I would be willing to bet that uh, since they have the new caps and you go to a Starbucks anywhere in America, now they have all those new caps. <clears throat> yeah. uh, they're probably just going to get rid of the straws. It probably saves them more money just to make the caps. Probably. They're probably going to make more money without the straws. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. good, good luck. Thank you. Capitalism. <laughs> uh, but listen, they also, uh, and, and see, Santa Barbara, look, the plastic straws were not enough. Um, you know, in Seattle, I think you can still get the compostable straws. <laughs> not in Santa Barbara, my friend. No. Not in Santa Barbara. You're going to drink from the glass or you're not drinking at all. Okay. Okay. If I see wow. you with the straw, mm-hmm. you're out. Okay. And uh, the uh, Santa Barbara uh, law <clears throat> is individual straw counts as separate infraction. So if you get busted handing out a straw to a table... Oh, no. Uh, those are separate. Oh, my Those are separate. Goodness. So you could face uh, years behind bars. This is- uh, and you're a criminal, right? I mean, if you if you go up to a table and have them, say, four straws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the experiment you're, is over. The you're experiment a you're is a criminal. over. Mm-hmm. It's good that we have, uh, look, there's uh, New York City, San Francisco, Portland, Washington, D.C. Uh, many colleges across the country are already uh, They want this to happen. Um, there's a, there are a couple of universities that have banned them already. The Knox College in Illinois, University of Portland, uh, and Duke University have already banned them. So straws are going by the wayside, my friend. And if you pass them out, mm-hmm. criminal. What do you mean? You're a criminal. criminal. We're, trying to to do, we're trying to do prison reform across America. Yeah, and you're going to put people, put people in jail, in jail for handing out a straw. straw. What are you in for? <laughs> I passed out straws to a table. I mean, come on. But there were 10 people there. That's oh, 10 straws. No so I got, right. You're tough. I, got I want to be 10, in your gang. 10 consecutive life terms. Whoa. <laughs> be here for a thousand years. Don't All right, I got, screw with this I got guy. a new scam for you to look out for. All right. All right. A new mm-hmm. scam uh, called uh, sextortion. I'm sorry? Sextortion. Uh, it's uh, when someone threatens to distribute your private and sensitive material if you don't provide them with images of a sexual nature, sexual favors, or money. All right, so people are now, you're getting an email, and what they're doing is uh, they're logging into your account, into your porn account, and when you are watching porn and doing what you do, they film you. So then they send you an email saying, hey, doofus, uh, if you don't want us to send this video of you, uh, watching porn and doing what you did uh, to all your contacts, send us money or Bitcoin money. Uh, so wow. I know, I know. And I, I just want to say, lockdown. I just want to say, please, good luck. <laughs> good, go ahead. You think the people my contacts don't know that? Stop it. <laughs> uh, the FBI uh, says uh, never send compromising images of yourself to anyone, no matter who they are or who they say they are. Don't open attachments from people you don't know. And in general, be wary of opening attachments, even from those you do know. And turn off and or cover any web cameras when you're not using them. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a pretty good 
yeah, it's pretty a good, good safety tip, tip for anyone, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, please, I mean, if you if you think you're going to get something from me on this, good luck. Because <laughs> I'm just going to say, go, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, knock please. yourself what out. Do you, what do you got? Mm-hmm. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, we also have uh, some uh, Google translation issues going on, and I want to. I want to. This story is fascinating to me on a couple of different levels. It's really it's kind of interesting to see what happens when you put uh, different things into Google Translate, and uh, things happen. Uh, like uh, you know, when you type in, uh, let's say you type in uh, ag, ag, uh, a bunch of times, and that's what's what's fascinating to me is that. You know, like if I want a word translated, do I do I just sit around and type in "ag" separately thirty six times just to see what Google Translate will do? But that's what they did, and uh, one guy uh, translates uh, from Irish to Somalia to Somalian, typed in uh, "ag ag" thirty six times, and the translation comes up Deuteronomy. New to newish, now used niece, and it goes on and on. Numbers of the ages of the agon. So it's, uh, I mean, it's just, it's like the end of times, right? And and they, they continue on doing it. My favorite was, and this all comes from uh, what they call um, uh, necromancy. Hmm? And I was like, what? What do uh, necromancers do this? Necromancers do this. Now, that's a person who practices communication with the dead, a wizard or a, ma- a magician, right? So why? I don't quite understand. But this one person uh, typed in uh, typed in uh, a what was it? Dog? Like uh, twenty times, eighteen times, mm-hmm. and uh, got the uh, got the end of times translation from Google. And why would you type in? dog 19 times to and then it says doomsday clock is three minutes at 12 we're experiencing characters that are dramatic developments in the world which indicate that we are increasingly approaching the end of times and jesus's return huh okay Hmm. i mean i find it strange who has a the time and who wants to type in ag dog mm-hmm. uh this many times and i went to, i went to see if it was, still does it and it doesn't so it might be a, a joke from google it might be that every time you type in another letter a different phrase a new translation comes up so it's the it's the computer trying to figure out what you want as mm-hmm. time goes mm-hmm. but when you think who has why why would you spend all that time doing something like that yeah. and then you have the story of the gamer uh, that uh, the gamer that uh, is dating one of the sexiest women in the world, the uh, the uh, weather girl uh, from uh, <clears throat> Mexican television, uh, Yannette Garcia. Uh, but the, the, the gamer, Douglas Faze Sensor Martin, uh, was dating his uh, Yannette Garcia, hot weather girl. He, 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 he let her go. Because uh, he needed to spend uh, spend some more time uh, with his video games. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Look, I mean, we got pictures here mm, at the Blaze TV. Look, uh, I mean, look, I, I've I got uh, kind yeah. of a toss up, right? Yeah. Look, he struggled this year, missing out on the first stage of the Call of Duty World League. Oh, me too. Um, so uh, he wanted to uh, he wanted to spend some more time practicing and be able to 
be able to get up there in the gamers. Uh, so I just really love the game. I mean, uh, really, really, really love that love game. Love the game. I mean, I, you know, look, you know what they say. No. No, what do they say? What, what do they, they say? say? After you've been with somebody for a while. No. I, I, Wait, hold on. Like but, her? Yeah, we got to hear this. Any, anybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyone. No. But, well, you, you know haven't finished say. your thought. You haven't finished. You're, t- you're tired of being with them after a while. <laughs> No, I mean, that's the way it works. I mean, that's clear. Uh, it's not to me. I've been with the same woman for thirty six years. Look how tired you are. Of her. I'm not oh tired of her at all, Pat. Not this tired of her at all. Talking to now. <laughs> oh, you can have this one, Pat. I'm not even talking okay. to this man. <laughs> and I was asked to confirm a science tip online. Wait, you uh, were asked to confirm yes, science? That's correct. Mm-hmm. I don't. I was it. asked to confirm a, a science pick. <laughs> Uh, online uh, uh-huh. the other day, and I want to I want to be able to confirm it. So this is the the picture that I was asked to confirm. You can distinguish an alligator from a crocodile by paying attention to whether the animal sees you later or in a while. Mm. And uh, I would say that uh, I can confirm that science tip. That's absolutely concerned. You can see the picture on the Blaze Television okay. network. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean that's a fact. No, that's good. It's a fact. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That is fact. And uh, let me tell you that, uh, look, today is National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. So go out and get a hot fudge Sunday. And then uh, when you think to yourself, man, I could barely hear the girl behind the counter when I told her what I wanted on my hot fudge Sunday. Huh. Maybe you need to get your ears cleaned. True and when your ears aren't clean, you can't hear the lady behind the counter at the hot fudge counter. They get uncomfortable. They're painful. They itch. They're all plugged up. A lot of people use all kinds of stuff, twigs, cotton swabs, (laughs) nails, pins, safety pins, anything to get stuff out of your ears. Don't do that. Wait, twigs? Yeah, don't do that. Don't don't stick that stuff in your ears. Mm -hmm. Very bad. Get the real solution for stubborn earwax, the Wax RX ear wash system in the doctor-developed. It works safely with all other products. When those twigs, when you can't get it out with the twigs... Wax, ear, wax RX will work. It's the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. It comes with everything you need to safely clean out the earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than that doctor's visit. It's doctor-developed. Wax RX system uses the special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. Specially engineered pump fitted with the unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush that wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to WaxRx.com. Go to UseWaxRx.com. UseWaxRx.com. And when you go there, use the offer code RADIO. They'll ship it right to your house for free. Amazing. UseWaxRx.com. That's the way it works. Offer code RADIO for free shipping. U-S-E-WaxRx.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Jack Cole Andrew says, "If I walk into my house to find a mountain lion, the only person I'm calling is a taxidermist to mount it on the wall after I shoot it." Uh, Saves eighty four. Um, 
Keith's Hollywood star is in front of a porn shop? Yeah, that's what we said, yeah. Guarantee that Jeffy has seen it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, from Millennium, Millennium Falcon, Al Gore's Pooping in the Street will be the number one download from iTunes before the day is over. You think it'll beat your Chris Matthews song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't that over a trillion views or I, something? Uh, listens, well, I think it's uh, over two trillion. We yeah, haven't updated think, that yeah, number right, in a while. Right, right. Uh, Tom Sheehan, don't worry about San Francisco's street poop problem. They fixed it by banning plastic straws. Okay. <laughs> and uh, from Donald, isn't there any Starbucks in San Francisco or Portland? Oh. Yeah. There should be no poop in the street. No they poop should be in going the street. Starbucks. Pooping at Starbucks. And showering. Right. And brushing your teeth. You got any left? You can go in there. Seriously. When Starbucks made that announcement, I thought, in fact, we made that announcement. Now the homeless have somewhere to live. Mm -hmm. They can live at Starbucks. Just stay there overnight, sit in the, order nothing, use the breastroom. You can shower in the, in the sink, in the bathroom. Everything's fine, right? I mean, mean, it's like, if somebody gives you a nickel or something, or a a couple of bucks for uh, coffee, you panhandle for a little while, you can maybe buy yourself a cup of coffee. Uh, maybe a croissant or something. It'd be a great place to live. The wow. homeless should live at Starbucks. I don't know why they're not doing that. I don't either. I want them to. Yeah. I want them to. I think it's would serve Starbucks Might right. Be less pooping in the street. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'd be swinging and swaying and actually the the actual words to that were something a little bit different. Yeah. And and if and if you missed the song earlier when Al Gore mm-hmm. stopped by to sing for us, it will be posted as a standalone later on wherever you download your stuff from The Blaze. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Is that a, is that a fact? Oh, that's a fact. Fact. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Granley's coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat, and I want to tell you about another podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about the news stories that we think are important every day and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Had a Mega Millions winner, fifth largest uh, jackpot of all time. And I still showed up to work today. Five hundred and twenty million dollars is how I know that uh, oh. you didn't win it because there is no way. <laughs> I mean, I don't even make the phone call to you. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even make no, the phone call. No, Just you figure end up it calling out. me. <laughs> hey, can I borrow some? Money? I mean, six months from now, you'd be like, are you? Did you ever intend to come back? No, I'm not. No, no intention of coming back. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in the south of France right now. So, uh, good luck with the show. That's an unlisted number. <laughs> why, why, why does it say that, Pat? I So, $520 million. And I think when you get the lump sum, it's considerably less than that, right? It's usually like 60% of it or something. Uh, but still... So after taxes and the lump sum, I don't know how much that is. Okay. But it would be so sweet to win that. 
And then here we go. And then just you know be able to work for fun. Just work because you want to, uh, not because yeah. you have to. Oh yeah, sure. Work because you because you want to because you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the lump sum, yeah, you have three hundred eight million. Three oh eight. Okay. But then seventy seven million. Uh, let's see. Went off the bat. If you choose lump sum. That means about seventy seven million goes to federal coffers, leaving you with roughly two hundred and thirty one million. Two thirty one. Can you make it off of that? Two thirty one. Somehow, I think I could. That could be tough. Stretch that. I think if you scrimped. Yeah, if you really tried. Good night. Seriously, most people blow it. I, I don't know how they do it. That I, is true. I, but most people just, they they blow it. They wind up on alcohol or drugs, and they're whacked out of their minds, and they, they get some kind of disease, and they die. I don't know. It's just it's a strange. I just want the opportunity to break, to break yeah. that. Prove it can be done. I I'll show you it can be done. I'm up for the challenge. Give me two hundred and thirty million dollars, and I will show you I can handle it. Man, I mean, you shouldn't have to. I mean, this income tax. Don't get me started. But it's like, man, you pay that one time, and then you're you're good. If you don't want to work anymore. Oh yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, it sucks giving up seventy seven million dollars to a government that did nothing to earn it. Yes. But but then you're done. If you don't want to work anymore, you're done paying income tax for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at 231 million, that is plenty for you for uh, generations of your family. Okay, Barack. Quite honestly. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I mean, like- you could work on making it a bigger fortune, but yeah. if you wanted to just do nothing <laughs> right, else, right, right, not even invest it. You could. You could just keep that and make sure that you sit on it all. And you just be reasonable with it? That would last you forever. Yeah, it would. And it would last your kids forever. If they were smart. Mm, my youngest, They just probably wouldn't be. My youngest would just buy a bunch of beanie babies with it. <laughs> like, she'd take her cut. It's a lot of beanie babies. That's a, you haven't... A lot ooh, of beanie There's babies. no even room in her bed wow. to sleep on. There's so many stuffed animals on there. Jeez. But I digress. Uh, what, what would be the first thing? I think I would pay off my mortgage. Yeah, pay off your mortgage. Pay off your car. Yeah, no cars debt. already paid off. No I debt. would pay off the I would pay off the mortgage for sure, mm-hmm. and get that. Then we're pretty much completely out of debt. You just have your monthly bills, then you know, mm-hmm. and that would be such an amazing relief. Why don't you buy the power company? They don't have any bills. <laughs> no, and then it's just you could travel whenever you wanted to. You could. Uh, how much are you giving to family? Giving to family? Yeah, I'm saying how much would you give to family? Yeah, no, uh, none. Okay. What do you mean? I'm just like, trying to figure out where the money's going. <laughs> <Very well. laughs> I don't know. That would be a tough breakdown because, you know, obviously you got to give. Yeah, you don't have to, but I would give some to the kids. <clears throat> Although, do you want to do that or do you want to let them oh. earn their way? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to spoil them? Mm-hmm. Beanie babies. So would you give friends you, money? You could ruin your whole family with $230 million. Yeah. You could, you could make them into... Complete butt hooks with two hundred and thirty million dollars, and just worthless, uh, uh, entitled idiots. Um, side note, please. Mm-hmm. Um, could you please start working in the term butt hooks more often? Sure. And now back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. What about uh, the rest of your like distant family and stuff like that, and friends and whatever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would give some money? I would. Not okay. well, friends. Hang no. on. Oh, no. really? But certainly, family. Just, just close to saying, and uh-huh. then coworkers. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Nah. Jeffy and I need to know I mean, this. You've got to be careful about doling out too much to too many people. That's mm-hmm. how you lose it. That's how you lose it. 
And that's why you don't tell anybody you won if you've won. But that's the problem. You have to. And I think pretty much every state, I think Delaware was one where you didn't. Uh, I think there might be one more, but I think by and large... You have to give your name? It's it's some sort of... Yeah, it sucks. But how soon until you change your phone number? Uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right away. Of course, you wouldn't need to since you ignore your phone regardless of lottery That's involvement. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of a strange story. Um, there's a Chinese national baseball team that has taken over... A uh, suburban Dallas baseball team ballpark. Uh, apparently, for the Texas Air Hogs, starting lineups are announced in English and Spanish at home games. And then they play the Chinese national anthem. For about 30 members of the Chinese national baseball team, the suburban ballpark adjacent to a horse track and just a few miles west of downtown Dallas has become their summer home and training ground in an unprecedented setup. They're a revolving part of the roster for a professional team in the United States, playing more games against tougher competition while working to improve their team for future international events, such as the upcoming Asian Games in the 2020 Olympics. Now, this is the problem in the United States. Why do we continually work to make other countries better at the sports that we're going to compete against them at with. I, why why do we always do this? We train them here. We uh, educate them here. And then we turn them loose back to their country where they beat us at our own games because we gave them everything they need to do that. I, Stop it. We are too nice. It's ridiculous. Why do we do this? It's asinine. The system that they've created here, where we work out in the morning, we've got weight training. The pitchers have a system where we throw. The coaches have kind of a setup a system that's really helped them to be able to make the adjustment to play more games, according to Sun Jun Jang, 26-year-old right-handed pitcher. Chinese players who professionally back home would play only 20 or 30 games a season make up about two-thirds of the expanded roster for the American Association team, now formally known as the Air Hogs, powered by Beijing Shaogang Eagles. What a weird situation. The players range in age from 18 to 29, and they rotate on and off the active roster to play six to seven games a week in one of the low minor leagues not affiliated with Major League Baseball. It makes it workable because we don't want to wear these guys down, said Air Hogs manager John McLaren, a big league coach for three decades who has worked with Chinese teams since 2011. Players not on the active roster for games go through early workouts at Air Hogs Stadium 10 minutes before the 10 minutes from the home ballpark of the Texas Rangers. There are conditioning and weight training drills that are new to the Chinese players. <laughs> Why? Again, why? And look, China is way behind us in baseball. They're way behind us in basketball. But in both of these sports, we bring them over here and train them and give them our professionals and give them our facilities and let them play against our competition to make them better so that then we can send them back home to compete against us in international competitions and potentially beat us one day. We did the same thing 
with basketball. And eventually, it got to the point where they started beating us. <laughs> yeah. Where their professionals started beating our collegians. And so we got a little pissed. And then we went to the NBA and got the dream team. And that kind of restored order for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. now it's gotten to the point where we've done so much training and so much for these international players that they're on a par now with American basketball. Some of them. Some of the best teams could actually, some of the best players for sure can compete in the NBA. And they do. That's why there's so many international players in the NBA now, because we've been training them. We've been working with them. We've been helping them. We've been funding them. Why? We do it in swimming. We do it in basketball. We do it in baseball. We do it in track and field. We, uh, We do it in volleyball. We better not be doing it in curling. We are the gold medal champs, and we better stay that way. <laughs> or else I'm going to start getting angry. Uh, I don't know. Curling is such a dumb game that I don't know that there's much to uh, actually becoming good at curling. What do you do? You push a rock down the ice. Well, you sweep the ice, too. <laughs> yeah, you do. You sweep the ice, And you too. got one shoe that yeah. has grips on it and one that slides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, it's yeah. pretty involved, Pat. Pretty complicated. And it's pretty intricate. And it takes a lot uh, to become proficient at pushing the rock down the ice. Um, I don't feel you're being sincere. No, I am. I am. Because I'm picking up some sarcasm right now. Am I? Am, is it misplaced? Uh, yes. I, I don't know where you're getting that. I don't know how you're feeling that at all. Because I don't mean it in a sarcastic way. Hmm. At all. All right. Curling is very intricate and... Skill oriented. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Don't forget um, it. Don't but forget I, you know, I, I'm tired of doing this for the rest of the world. Why? Why? But and we do this in every, pretty much every walk of life too. We we do this. Uh, we take care of their military obligations so they don't have to, so they can pump money into beating us economically. And then we do it in this in the athletic world as well. But I heard we were evil. <laughs> right. Is that yeah, you accurate? did hear that. No, and then they do. They t- they turn around and tell us how evil and, and awful we are. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Uh, so we just get kicked in the teeth. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pac Ray Unleashed uh, coming up. Here's a scenario that I hope you never have to go through. You get a threatening letter from some bank you've never heard of, don't recognize. They're foreclosing on your home, they say, because you've made no payments on your $100,000 home equity loan. Well, I, I didn't take out a home equity loan. Right. Somebody took that out for you uh, by copying over a, uh, a deed and then filling in your information that they just procured online that was incredibly easy. And then they just forged your signature. And then they can uh, take out $100,000 loans against your home. Wow. Or sometimes they can even just sell your home right out from under you. It takes them literally 15 minutes to do this online. 15 minutes. This is so much worse than identity theft that you, you've you heard all about. And, you know, maybe protect yourself against. With, with identity theft, they can maybe get your credit card and, you know, try to steal $100 or $500 buying some item from you until you find out. And then, and you don't even lose money on that because the bank pretty well counts on the fact that there's going to be some fraud and they usually eat that cost. 
That's not the case with a home equity loan like this. You're out. You're just out $100,000. And there's almost no recourse. Except to prevent it in the first place. Because home titles and mortgages are stored online. All that information from the thieves is readily available to them. And there's no bank or identity theft program in the world that can protect you. What can protect you? Do what I did. Sign up for Home Title Lock for pennies a day. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And they let you know the instant anybody starts tampering with it. They help uh, shut things down. You can find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. Okay? HomeTitleLock.com. This would be a great gift for your elderly, elderly parents to protect them and, and their equity. Um, or for yourself, if you're worried that this could happen to you, because it can happen to anyone. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and protect yourself now. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, thanks for being with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Nicole writes: uh, The lottery is pretty much a reward for people who aren't careful with money, so shouldn't be surprising that they can't manage the winnings. It's true, Dad. Yeah, it's probably true. Struggling Lumby, when will Al Roker do a broadcast from San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> Now, is yeah. that a reference to... Uh, you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Is that what you're saying? You pooped yeah. in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Al Roker. Uh, you, you pooped uh, in your pants. I, I pooped my pooped pants. in the street. Pooped his pants. And see, in, in San Francisco, they don't poop in their pants. Yeah, you, you don't poop need in pants. the street. You, you don't, don't need them. need pants. Don't need Francisco. pants. You don't need bathrooms. You don't it's, need self-esteem. It's, it's, it's a wide open toilet. In the outdoors. I think the Chamber of Commerce, I think the San Francisco Chamber of Commerce is noodling that around. You know, come Mm -hmm. to San Francisco and poop in our streets. Something like that. That could be a draw. That could be a draw for people (laughs) who don't want to take the time to actually walk all the way to a bathroom. That's true. I mean, this is America. Could be a real hassle. Shouldn't have to. The bathroom should come to us. And in San Francisco and Portland, it it apparently does. Yep. That's amazing that it's Portland too. It's San Francisco, San Francisco, Portland. You know, uh, I'm guessing almost all Democratic hellholes are going to have this issue soon. <laughs> Baltimore, know, Cleveland, New York. Twice in New York, I saw it in our three years there. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing that. Not human, anyway. <laughs> Plenty of dogs. Well, see, you drove in and you parked closer yeah. to the building than me. True. I had a hike. And oh, the things you see between the train indoor bus stations to work. Yeah, that's probably true in New York. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good mm. times. Good times. Miss them? Not at all. And when you when you look up the pooping in the streets in San Francisco, the main story you see right now is the twenty pound bag. Oh my oh. gosh! Oh my gosh! I was just looking that up last night, and it was because uh, I, I couldn't 
You know, I was looking for the Portland story, and they also had the San Francisco story still prominently featured. And they there was an article that you could smell that bag for three miles. Oh, no. Three miles. They had that 20-pound bag of poop that they somebody dumped in the street. Okay. And you could smell it for three miles. Downwind, huh? Oh, my gosh. So you just reminded me. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. Mm. It was about, I don't know, around year 2000 or so. In Atlanta, I forgot what was going on, but PETA decided to um, take a truckload of chicken manure and dump it in the middle of the busiest <laughs> intersection during rush hour in Atlanta. That was a fun day. Oh, that's when they did radical things like yeah, that. Yeah, that they was were, their little mm-hmm, radical era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now they just, what? I think they realized that people, they didn't win friends and influence people by doing that kind of stuff. Now they just get they female celebrities to walk around naked. Off, which is, it works out a lot Tolerable, better for them. As yeah. opposed to Because I don't care about that. I can either look at that or not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't care about that. Oh, no. Don't protest. Oh, no. Naked hot You're going to be naked? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Let's see, Jeez. 20 pound bag of poop, you know, a truckload of poop dumped in the middle of the intersection. Or Cindy Crawford without a clothes on. I don't know. I mean, one of those like, are tough to take and one of them isn't. Toss up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, NFL training camps are opening this week. For it most is, players. Football season is almost here. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. been a long, dry spell mm-hmm. waiting for football to come back. And it's almost over. It's almost it's almost over. I think the Packers start sometime this week. Do the Atlanta Falcons start this week? Yeah, everybody is supposed to report tomorrow to Flowery Branch, mm-hmm. Georgia, mm-hmm. except for Julio Jones. Apparently he's got um he's, he's done- washing his hair or something. So. Uh does he want a new contract again? He does. Uh-huh. Because once uh-huh. you play two years of a five year deal, that's about the time to hold out. Although I will say this. It's it's easy to to say to these guys, hey, you signed an agreement, honor it, and they should. However, hmm. when it turns out that within two years of a five year contract, they're the the best wide receiver in the game, and they see these inferior wide receivers making ten million dollars a year more than they are, and you can kind of understand that they get pissed. Then right? sign a two year deal or get a different agent yes. or have an agreement yes. where your agent gets less of a cut so that you know the team gets a better <laughs> deal but then your agent who sucks yes. gets uh-huh. less of a cut uh-huh. Uh-huh. um i'm sad there is something to that yes. i want julio in camp so i checked yeah. the long-term forecast though for flowery mm-hmm. branch georgia where the falcons training camp is mm-hmm. and i think Julio's just going to hold out until next week when the temperatures go from the 90s down to the 70s i would that's all he's doing i mean sure right he's going to be there in six days i would <clears throat> I mean, it's like, you know, the, the Cowboys just left for Oxnard, California uh, yesterday, and I think it was 106 when they left here. And so, in it, Ox- so it was a chilly day here. Yeah, it was a okay. chilly day. <laughs> and it was something like 83 in Oxnard, California. Uh, there's something to be said for the yeah. cooler weather and when you've got football gear on. That's the answer to the question, why do the Cowboys train out of state? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, the, the Texans, so they don't die. Yeah. I, the, the Texans <laughs> just train indoors, I think. I honestly don't know. but I um, think they do. Yeah. I mean, you can't. In that miserable. heat and humidity, it's just miserable. It's, so miserable. It's miserable to stand out in that heat. I can't imagine wearing pads and running around and hitting people. And can you imagine roofing a house in that heat? Oh, you guys that and work outdoors. And people do it. I don't know how I don't you know do how it. you do it. You're heroes. I, You're I, seriously. Heroes. 
I I I have worked outdoors before, mm-hmm. but it was in a open air garage. That was bad enough, and that wasn't even in the sun. These guys mm-hmm. that work outside for a living and probably listening right now, many of them. Mm-hmm. God bless you, because mm-hmm. I have no idea how you do this for five minutes, it's much impossible. less five days a week, full time job. I could, it would kill me dead. God bless you. I mean, just walking out of this building every day, yeah, is more than I can stand. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going out in 105 degree heat, mm-hmm. and then I have to sit in my car until yeah. the air conditioning I mean, that's gets the thing. up to speed. Oh, come on! Why won't this air conditioning kick on? Mm-hmm. Well, because it's 140 in the car. That's why. Mm-hmm. So it takes a little while. Yep, a little while to kick on. And, and that's 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 as bad as it gets for us in the course of a day is that few minutes waiting <laughs> for the pathetic. car to cool down. First world problem. Yes, sir. Um, also, uh, of course, training camp starts for BYU next week. Oh, is that right? Uh, so college college uh, football is in the air as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the, the first game is, I think, September 1st. Is that Wisconsin? That's when Nebraska's is September 1st. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They... They play Arizona. Oh, Arizona start. first. Who does uh, Nebraska play? Uh, they play. Oh my gosh, Malinak! What is your problem? Boy, you don't even know. Mock me. Mock me now. On on I a think it's year Ak- when what's his face is back. I was just about to say. I think it's Akron, but I wasn't positive it's Akron. All right. Anyway, uh, it's probably Ak- Akron at home, and they're going to win by forty points. So. And then Colorado, which was the big rival for Nebraska when Scott Frost was the quarterback there. Yeah, so, not so much now. Looking forward to that, though. Colorado's been pretty bad lately for quite a while. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, the Denver Post just published a letter to the editor suggesting that President Donald Trump should be executed for treason. The letter criticized the president and Senator Cory Gardner, who... Uh, hmm. Oh, no, not that jerk. Banned birth control, if I'm not mistaken. They're all out. Did you try the corner market? Of course. Grocery mm-hmm. store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. Stupid. So everyone Come sold on. out of condoms. Yeah, moron. Hmm. Idiot. How did this happen? Corey Gardner banned birth control. <laughs> and now it's all on us guys. Okay. There you go. So. A jerk. <laughs> I mean, the devastating effects of Colorado electing uh-huh. Corey Gardner. Right? Mm. So anyway, this letter was written by uh, Suzanne Gagnon of Lakewood in response to the paper's editorial last week, which gave some praise to Cory Gardner. The editorial argued the Republican senator deserves credit for taking a tough stance against Russia and sponsoring legislation to add Russia to the state sponsor of terrorists. Uh, but they also suggested at the same time that Donald Trump be executed for treason. Yeah, it's man. And the Denver Post puts it out. Are they going to get a little knock on the door from the Secret Service? I doubt it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, highest percentage ever 
of the U.S. population is now foreign born. 13.5% of the U.S. population, 44 million people foreign born. And a lot of them not proficient in English, choosing to speak Spanish at home instead. A report from the Migration Policy Institute found that 22% of the U.S. population doesn't speak English at home. Oh, I need to speak American. Now, I don't care what they speak at home. That doesn't matter. But what is important is that we kind of get on the same page language-wise, isn't it? Is that not good for everybody? First way to divide a country is to not be able to communicate with I mean, each that's, other. It's been proven a million times. Um, and the reason that that they're uh, that you want a nation to speak the same language is so that we can communicate with each other in a fairly reasonable way, and uh, you can get a job and be able to communicate, say, with customers or your fellow employees. And when you are encouraged not to learn English, when you're encouraged, hey, you hang on to everything that you brought with you, you hang on to all of it. You continue to speak Spanish. Don't you let anybody tell you you should speak English. You're doing them such a disservice. That is, you're giving them a sentence of poverty for the rest of their life. And it's time that we stand up and uh, make that known that this, we want people to speak English for their benefit. Yeah. As much or more than for our own. Because they're not going to get anywhere in this society without learning English. Glenn was talking about um, these wonderful people that worked here in our building. Fantastic. We every, Everybody here loved them. Carmen and Riaz. And Carmen. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, gosh, what is the name? Anyway, Carmen and uh, I always got it wrong. And so now I'm getting it wrong on TV and radio. It's embarrassing. That's yes. because. Hey, it, Rose it Reyes? Is Reyes. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Now I'm thinking of Riaz Patel is why, what I stopped for. Go ahead, Pat. So Carmen spoke almost no English. Mm-hmm. And when Glenn took over the building, when, when he bought the building, um, he gave him a, a massive raise. Reyes was working for free. He paid, started paying Reyes as much as we paid Carmen. So they like tripled or quadrupled their salary almost instantly. And we thought they were here legally. Um, but she didn't speak any English. And uh, so we tried to put them through classes, tried to help them learn English. And she really struggled with it because she'd been here for, I think, 20 years and never... Never spoke English, never learned English. So what did they do? They, they continued to work here, do, cleaning the building. Because that's the kind of job you're going to get. Not that there's anything wrong with that job. It's just not going to get you anywhere in society, is it? If you want to become successful, join the middle class or the upper middle class or beyond, you're going to have to know the, the language. You have to. Well, we, eventually we got a call said, hey, you know, you're... you're uh, uh, cleaning service. Your cleaning people are illegal aliens. It's like, no. What? Yeah, they're they're here illegally. So you got a choice. You can either turn them over or you can send them back to Mexico. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, he did what was best for him. Brought him in and asked him, what, what do you guys want to do? And went from there. But, I mean... Because you want somebody to learn English doesn't mean you're racist, 
doesn't mean you're xenophobic. Doesn't mean you're Spanish phobic. It means you want the best for them. So anyway, 31% of people who live in Nevada now don't speak English. 29% in Florida. That's an amazing statistic. That is a high percentage of people. So the report revealed a new trend in migration to the U.S. where immigrants are dispersed throughout the nation, as we've seen, instead of clustering in a few states and cities. Like, they don't just come here and stay in Texas or California, Nevada, Arizona anymore. They're all over now. North Dakota, West Virginia. North Dakota's population increased of Spanish-speaking people by 48%. 48%. They're in West Virginia, South Dakota, Delaware, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wyoming. I mean, you name it. Approximately 9 million immigrants, or one in every five, reside in uh, 15 states. Legal immigrants with green cards in the top 15 states were slightly outnumbered by illegal aliens with no documentation, obviously. Um, so what are we going to do about it? Any, any situation that, that fixes this problem has to address the language barrier. It, that only makes sense. Plus, we also have to address uh, the Spanish accent phenomenon from like news anchors who speak completely non-accented English and then all of a sudden come to a Spanish word and then all of a sudden they're the most Spanish-speaking people on the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. Like 14 people were injured in a car explosion in Manawa and Yarawa today, bringing the total to 18 in the last week. Mm. Why why did you just say Manawa and Yarawa instead of Managua, Nicaragua? You know, people don't do that on, say, English words. When you come to a, when you come to something that might be considered, say, from from Great Britain, you don't all of a sudden break into a British accent. <laughs> wouldn't that be That's a great point? Be kind of weird, wouldn't it? If the music world was stunned today when the Bleatin' Bloomin' Beatles became the all-time best-selling artist in history, it doesn't happen. <laughs> John, Paul, George, and Ringo became the all-time bestsellers in uh, musical history today. That that doesn't happen. Boy, I wish it did. I wish it did, too. (laughs) We should start that as a thing. Oh, let's totally do it. I'm going to go to the BBC (laughs) right now. Every time we come to a word that could could be considered from the UK, we just break into a British uh, Liverpoolian accent. 888-900-3393. Also, we got this. Uh, we have this great video from uh, PragerU. Will Witt from PragerU went out and asked people on the street if there should be more socialism in America. Here's what happened. Should we have more socialism in America? Yeah, definitely. Should we have socialism in America? Yeah, definitely. I think we already have an element of socialism already, but I believe in the tenets of socialism. And yes. Oh, sure. I think we should have more. Idiot. I mean, ideally. This, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. It's one of the options we haven't really tried yet. And what we have been trying clearly isn't working. What do you think about socialism? I don't believe to socialism. Why do you think young people like socialism so much? 
free stuff. And where have you seen socialism work in the world? You see, uh, even like in Europe, like France, and no, um, at least they have like socialist parties, as well as you know, Latin America with like uh, Bolivia, and really, Venezuela. 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 So you're from the UK. Yeah. Is socialism working pretty well there? Not really, because we have rampant capitalism. Do you think we should have free education, higher education? Yeah, 100%. I think we're making something new here in the States, and like it's we're defining it. And, and I don't think people should be looking back at, oh, maybe you know Russia failed in this way, like Soviet, you know, or whatever. You know, it's a wholly yeah, different situation. And where are you from? I'm from Russia. Then you really don't like socialism, huh? Yeah. I I love that. I love it, yeah. The one person who thought socialism was a bad idea was somebody who's lived through socialism uh, and communism. That's so great. Yeah, I don't think we should really be looking back uh, and saying that, uh, well, it failed in Russia and Germany and it failed in Venezuela. Let's not learn from other people's mistakes. Let's just make them again. Let's just keep doing it. (laughs) Let's just keep doing the same thing, trying the same thing over and over and over and expect different results. <laughs> I These this are the is, these are the young kids. These are the, this is the next generation of leaders right here. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> uh, I think uh I think it might be time When you listen some... to them on these, yeah. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, ugh. We actually had um, some sanity prevail a little bit on The View this week when Meghan McCain was debating socialism uh, and talking about Venezuela. She actually tried to inject some actual facts into an argument. You know the argument's pretty out of of control when Meghan McCain has to defend it. Uh, And here's what happened. Problem with socialism, in the words of Margaret Thatcher, at a certain point you run out of spending other people's money. Venezuela, one of the richest countries in the world in the 70s. Now, the average Venezuelan has lost 24 pounds because they're starving to death. On your tax form, I think you should start paying the amount of taxes that every socialist in this country thinks you need to. Because if you think mm-hmm. the government is so good at okay. spending money, look at the VA. Oh, if you right think ahead. it's good, then you need to be paying the amount of taxes that in let her, let her, let her get her thing and go oh, ahead. Because it's yeah. petrifying to me that being right. <laughs> uh, Joy Behar, is there a dumber human being on this planet? Uh, yes. Oh, the guy from Georgia. Yeah, the Jason Spencer guy <laughs> from hour one. We if you have missed always his... have Jason now. We always have Jason Spencer uh, <laughs> from uh, Southeast Georgia. You can't take that away from us now because we actually became about 30% dumber. 50% dumber. 50% dumber by watching uh, what transpired on the Sasha Baron Cohen show with that guy. Toward the end of hour one, if you missed it earlier in the program. Yeah, go back and revisit it because uh, it was four full minutes. I mean, if you could just play the end of it, the last minute, I don't know if we can do that. It was <laughs> unbelievable. What this guy did because uh, Sasha Baron Cohen claimed to be an Israeli Mossad agent. Pulled down his pants and ran backwards at him, yelling, "I'm going to make you homosexual." Oh, okay. Like that would work with a uh, can terrorist. I, can I? Can I? Can I make a trade with you? Oh. We get the last minute of that video re-aired coming mm-hmm. up here, mm-hmm. and as a trade-off, all my doggy stuff uh, gets shown. <laughs> what is with you and the animal videos? Because I'm insane. Oh like, my god! Like because people like Jason Spencer drive me nuts, and so I need to. Uh, okay, so feel better. This is a picture of a dog 
in Texas. Yeah, because it's been so hot. Dragging right? a sprinkler into the house. Yeah, look at this picture of the dog. Okay. Look at this dog. He, he drags the sprinkler into the house. He's like, look, I ain't going outside to get this cooled off stuff going on. Okay. And so the owner takes a picture instead of going and, and dragging it back outside, shares it with the world. It's hysterical. That dog is it's awesome. Really not hysterical. Okay. It's kind of stupid. Um, but there's also a video of a neighbor's dog. Yeah, do- look at the look at the kid with the dog. Look okay, at the kid. Let's look at the kid Come with on, the dog because this, this is going to be. Look at this. Cute. Watch this. All right. Here's the kid. He's got the ball. Kid throws-, throws it over the fence. Yeah. Neighbor's dog goes and gets it. Brings it right back. Drops it over the fence. You know oh, it's cute. that's adorable. Uh huh. Uh huh. Adorable. Worth every every second we're wasting on that. A waste. Uh, and then I think we have another video. That is kind of fun. Uh-huh. I Thank actually you. like Oh, that you one. like that one. The, then there's a video of Mikey a dog arriving. It. Oh, so Arguing about a shoe. Yeah, yeah. Watch this. All right. Self-explanatory. Aslan, I know you stole oh, my what shoe. What a beautiful dog. Go pick it up and bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> Go pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> and does it bring the shoe back? So wait for it. Wait, waiting. Where are you? Waiting. And there it is. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. Don't steal it again. Plus, that's Thank a you. that's a beautiful dog. Yeah, wow. and smart. Smart. And it's looking down at the other shoe when she's berating him. And, and it whines yeah, that like, I don't want to oh, go get that shoe. Okay. Don't make me don't make me go get the shoe. Thinks it hadn't destroyed it's it. Clear down the hall. <laughs> uh, I've only got four legs. I don't want to All right. <laughs> All right, I, I take it back. Those were actually All right. Yeah, he likes it. But the is two this, were pretty good. Check out that study though. Check out this study they did though. This is ridiculous. Read that. Dogs will make a speedy effort to comfort their owners if they think the owners are upset. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> is there a single person alive who didn't know that? Well, Jason Sp- Jason Spencer and Georgia yes. probably did okay, not know. Okay, probably that. not. Although anecdotally, dog owners claim that their pets are in tune with their emotions and will offer support in times of crisis, it's never been scientifically tested before. This is important. Probably government money. I hope we spent billions (laughs) on this test. In a new study, a scientist from Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore took 34 dogs and positioned them behind a door which was closed with magnets. With their owners on the other side. While sitting behind the door, the owners were asked to either hum, twinkle, twinkle, little star, or pretend to cry. (laughs) They found... Oh, what did they find? Many of the dogs nosed their way through the door, but did it three times more (laughs) when the owner pretended to cry. (laughs) Your tax dollars at work. Congratulations. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about EOD fudge. This stuff, first of all, it tastes oh. fantastic. Oh. Secondly, uh, it, this company was started by a real American hero, Aaron Hale, who at one point had the cushiest job, maybe in all of the military. He was cooking for an admiral, for a three star admiral. And so we got to sail all over the world and make delicious food for him. And, you know, not a lot of tough stuff in that, but it didn't fulfill him. What he wanted to do was really defend his country. And so he became an explosive 
uh, ordnance disposal team member. And in Afghanistan, I think it, I think it was on his third tour of Afghanistan, as a matter of fact, after having this cushy job and giving it up and doing something that is super dangerous, one of the most dangerous things you can do Absolutely. in the military, he was uh, taking apart an explosive device when one that he didn't know was there went off and blew up in his face. He cracked his skull in two places. Um, it blinded him completely in both eyes. He was mostly deaf. He got a really severe infection that came in through one of the one of the uh, cracks in his skull, and uh, it ruined what hearing he did have. So then they had to uh, put in cochlear implants. But the damage on one side of his head was so severe that the cochlear implant didn't take in one ear. And for all that he has suffered. He is mm. the nicest guy. Such a good guy. So funny. And his so wife funny. is awesome, too. Absolutely. And so he was at home convalescing and in total darkness and silence, and he had to do something. And so he started cooking again, and he started cooking so much fudge and delicious treats that his wife, Michaela, would gather them up and take them and give them to neighbors. And they were so delicious that the neighbors came back to him and said, look, we'll pay for pounds of this. Listen to these flavors. Mint Alps, peanut butter cream, strawberry white, which I just love, triple threat, Mm -hmm. chocolate walnut. I mean, it just goes on and on. Milk chocolate uh, candies with uh, caramel in them. Uh, I I was just obsessed with those. (laughs) So delicious. You're going to love this stuff. Uh, And... um, He's just fantastic. Yeah. You help out a great American great business. Family. Uh, so go to eodfudge.com, eodfudge.com. Use the offer code BLAZE at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order. Uh, go check out all the delicious candies and fudge that they have. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. eodfudge.com, offer code BLAZE. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Returns All right, we've on the Blaze Radio Network. We've referenced this multiple times uh, today, so if you missed it, you might be a little confused about the dumbest living person, the dumbest living organism on this planet. And to clarify, we're not talking about Jeffy today. No, we found someone more stupid. Uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, his name is Jason Spencer, and until yesterday, he was a state rep in Georgia. <laughs> He was a victim of Sasha Baron Cohen's new Showtime program, Who is America? Cohen is pretending to be an Israeli agent, doing it really poorly, asking him to do the most outrageous things you can imagine. And the guy just does them. He just does it. It is so incredible. If you have small children or kids watching, you might want to not allow them to watch because this is a, a little freakish. Uh, here's what happened. Huh. Show me the battle. No, trousers down. This is how you fight terrorism, according to 
Sasha. Okay, go. America! <laughs> Good, one more time, but louder with America. Unreal. America! Good. We say in the Mossad, I mean not in the Mossad, if you want to win, you show some skin. Okay. Okay, show it to me. Now, I mean, try to touch me. Really? Dude. I'll touch you. I'll touch you with my buttocks. I'll touch you. You better drop the gun or I'll touch you. USA. Okay, stop. You have to remind me. If I touch you, oh. you will become a homosexual. Okay. Okay? Now, try to touch me. Go. Ah, ah, ah. Go, 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 go. Go. Go, go. USA. USA, mother. Okay, yes, one. You show me your weapon. Go. Wow. I'll touch you. I'll make you a homosexual. You drop that gun right now. USA. Okay. USA. Okay. It never occurs to the guy that the terrorist, let's say this is an actual technique. And if you drop your pants and you touch them with your butt, that makes them a homosexual. They're afraid of that. <laughs> let's let's just go with that premise. <laughs> Noodle that one out. <laughs> uh, he's got a gun. He'd just shoot you. <laughs> right? Why would that scare him if you come at him with your butt? He would simply shoot you. <laughs> that never occurs to Jason Spencer. This is just sad. It's. I mean, it was fun. Like America was a good thing for a while, and uh, it was a good idea. It was a great idea. Yeah, and it, it and was, it, and it hung on as long as it could. But then people like Jason Spencer started springing up, and uh, and people started voting for people, people like, like Jason, Jason Spencer. Spencer. So. Poor guy. I mean, you've got to be pretty butt stupid. <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. You didn't even try to uh-huh. admit it. Uh, and he obviously was and is, and he's actually resigned his position. He did lose in the primary, I guess. Yeah, the so spring, he was right? Already on his way. Out. So he's on his way out, but he had until what November, or maybe next January, mm. before the new legislator took over. Uh, so now he's just out. If you've seen that video, uh, and you're an employer. Is there any way you say, yeah, I want that guy working for me. There's the guy we need to take this company to the next level. The next level. Okay. All right. So he's going to have a tough time, I think. Yeah, I think he's going to have a tough time. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow on Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.